Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and MyPillow, but millions of you out there. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you for all of your support. At MyPillow, we not only have pillows, but we have hundreds of products, including my new slippers, bathrobes, sleepwear, and my new beds. We're offering the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have this exclusive offer on the standard size My Pillows, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. We also have the queen size My Pillows, regularly $79.98, now only $24.98 with your promo code. And we have the king size, regularly $89.98, now only $29.98 with your promo code. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RENEGADE or call 800-889-6817 to receive this exclusive offer. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is official. There will be a Freedom Convoy heading to D.C. One of the leaders, organizers of this has just released a message for Joe Biden, and here it is. This message is for the President of the United States of America. My name is Kyle Sefcik of the Freedom Convoy USA 2022, and our routes meet here in D.C. on March 1st in time for your State of the Union address. We are very organized and our routes are public. I even pulled a permit for the National Mall to be respectful. I just wanna be as transparent as possible from the start so there's no confusion. We are coming peacefully and we're gonna do this lawfully and constitutionally. I want the rest of the world to know our plans so that there's no twisting and lying about who and what we are. I'm coming to you as a father, a small business owner who's unaffiliated to any parties. We just want government overreach to end. On behalf of Freedom Convoy USA 2022, we are asking you to end the state of emergency, end the mandates once and for all. Sir, the world is watching us because they know that if what's happening in Canada happens to us here in the land of the free, then freedom as we know it is gone. So we are leaving the choice to you. The decision is in your hands. This whole convoy this whole assembly on the National Mall, it doesn't even have to happen if you just end things now and we can get on with our lives. To you other convoys that plan on meeting us here, we look forward to seeing you and joining with you. We're gonna do this right. We're gonna do this honorably. Mr. President, we have no other motives in this mission. You see, the government, our elected officials of both parties have failed us tremendously these last two years. And now it's time for us, we, the people, to fix this, to end this. We're ready to get back to our lives, the ones promised and guaranteed in the United States Constitution, Bill of Rights, and the contract that you signed and swore an oath to under the one true God. This is simple, end this. So there you go, Freedom Convoy USA 2022. Now, I've seen some of the legitimate and reasonable skepticism about this, some of the legitimate and reasonable questions about this, and obviously the the potential of a false flag or a false leader. But how can you disagree with anything he just said? 
I mean, everything that, that, that couldn't have been stated more perfectly. I mean, that's that's a 100 percent. That's an A plus plus. So the motive is right. The idea is right. And it just once again becomes a matter of execution. But these tyrants aren't going to give. Biden's not going to give. So that's why the headline today is that Biden has declared or is working on declaring a state of emergency ahead of the Freedom Convoy. And I was telling my crew, I'm like, hey, this is a. Yeah, they haven't announced it yet. I mean, I, I would say I'm I'm confident enough in predicting that they will declare a state of emergency ahead of the convoy showing up that I went with that for the headline. So you can show your friends InfoWars is next week's news today. Now, we've got more evidence that that's the case, but this is in New York City today. Guys, uh, this is in New York City where people are outside dancing in solidarity with the Canadians. Guys, let's roll clip eight here. Now, I've seen the criticisms of this event and other similar events that have taken place outside the Canadian consulate in New York saying, oh, this is cringe. These are losers. What's the deal? No, you know what's cringe is people getting freaked out and psyched up and painting their entire bodies for a sports ball game. You know what's cringe? Vaccine mandates, medical procedure mandates, and government overreach. So I salute those people. So don't sit here and say, oh, this is cringe. We shouldn't be showing this. No, they're supporting freedom. If they want to sing and dance in the streets and you don't like it, fine. At least they're getting fired up for freedom. So don't sit here and criticize these people because they're fired up for freedom. But then don't look at a sporting event where tens of thousands go wild, go insane over something that's completely inconsequential to them. That's real cringe, not these people fighting for Ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. This is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. I'm your host, Owen Schroyer, with you for the next three hours. Going to be joined by Karen Kingston in the second hour, one of the original Pfizer whistleblowers, and she's got all kinds of information she wants to go over. In fact, she sent over this. This is just a printout of the PowerPoint. I mean, this is like a, it's like a book that I have that she wants to get into here. So uh, looking forward to talking with her in the second hour. And then we've got an individual, by the way, you know, nobody else is really doing this. And so we have to, we've got an individual who's running against Adam Schiff joining us in the third hour. Now, what am I saying? Hey, there's lots of things InfoWars does that nobody else does. We're trying, I mean, I I watch news all day long and aside from maybe Joe Kent and a small handful of other people running for office, nobody's giving these people a platform. 
So it's just another duty that InfoWars has to fill because a lot of these people are going up against the Republican establishment as well. So they're not going to get the invites onto mainstream news, Fox News. They're not going to get the millions of dollars for big advertising. So we're going to help them out sharing our platform, your platform, this mothership of communication that is the number one target of the deep state and the new world order to get their message out and to show you, no, we are taking this country back. People are taking action. So, I mean, you had Royce White, former NBA player. I think he still plays in the big three, which is uh, just an offshoot with some old uh, NBA players and college players. And he puts messages on his head and on his jersey and, and, you know, patriotic truth messages, and he's running for office. So so now you have two individuals that are pro-America running for office against Ilhan Omar, one of them a Muslim lady, and now Royce White, former NBA player, who I think maybe played some seasons in Minneapolis. I think he went to Minnesota for college, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, this is the sign. I mean, people are getting active. The school boards voting out the communists and getting conservatives and parents on them. It's all the signs of the local action starting to chip away at the foundation of this takeover of the United States, this political takeover. So those are the guests. Now, I've got a whole stack of Ukraine news I got to get to. And this is just incredible stuff. Because I look at everything and I sit back and I'm like, okay, hey, you know what? Say whatever you want about Putin and Ukraine. Who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? Maybe Putin's good. Maybe Putin's bad. Maybe Putin is just fulfilling his duty for the new world order, for the World Economic Forum, for the Great Reset. And part of this war with Ukraine is just just that. Maybe Putin really is standing for the freedom of the people. Maybe he really does care about the people in that region. Maybe he's a good guy. That still shouldn't be my big topic in comparison to what's going on in Canada. Or, or you could even say what's going on in Yemen or other places potentially. But, oh, you could say, well, this affects us more than that. Says who? Says the, the, the very people pushing for the war and the media that's going to profit off the ratings probably. But regardless of all of that, the double standards of the left and the media are just more apparent every day. And, and now you're starting to see polls where, I mean, there's no public support for any intervention in Ukraine or with Russia. None. I mean, you can't find public support for this anywhere. And they're just going along with it, and they're just saying, yeah, you're going to pay for it. It's going to cost you money. It's going to cost you for us to go to war with Russia or whatever they end up saying they're going to war with. I mean, they don't want to say it, that they want a war with Russia, but that's really what they want. That's really what they want. And it appears to be that way because Putin doesn't want to play ball with the globalists. He doesn't want Russia to go into the new world order. So that's another instinctual response. The same people that want me dead don't like Putin. So you know what? I'm sorry if instinctually I'm drawn a little bit to think that Putin might not be the bad guy here. And I'm drawn in solidarity with Russia when the same people that hate my guts and try to lock me up for, for forever, don't like Russia and Putin. There's something instinctual. There's a connection there. So I'm going to get to that stack of news. I got a whole stack of news involving criminal behavior that just continues in this country. It's just sick. You can't go to a drive-thru. You can't ride the subway. 
You can't, you can't even go to church now without people showing up to rob your purse while you're praying. Not even kidding you. You're sitting there praying and kneeling. Someone is behind you reaching into your purse to take your, to take your wallet. And we've got the footage of that. We'll talk about the truck convoy that I just covered in the first segment and why I believe it is inevitable that Joe Biden is going to declare a state of emergency in D.C. And they're already working to get to that point. They're already getting the narrative kind of groomed and showing you some of the optics and some of their reasoning. And keep this in mind. And I've got the details here in front of me. Joe Biden is set to deliver his first State of the Union next week on March 1st. So what is that, like a Wednesday or something? So think about that. The doddering old fool, criminal con man, illegitimately in the White House, is supposed to give a State of the Union. Now, that that's going to be an interesting thing in and of itself just to see how he can possibly do it, what lies he's going to tell, and then, as usual, the response that just shows the duality of our political system right now where Republicans don't stand but Democrats do, and then, then that'll persist throughout. And they're building new fencing around the White House as well which to me just 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 says they're just going to declare another state of the emergency. The truckers are coming. They're just total tyrants at this point. Anytime they can grab power, they will. So I do suspect before the State of the Union, Biden will declare a state of emergency. Or maybe he'll just do it at, at the State of the Union to just really give it more bully pulpit political punch. Just let the people know the State of the Union is tyranny. The State of the Union is we're cracking down. Mandates lockdowns, state of emergencies, you're paying for war with Russia, that's the, that's the state of the union under Biden. And no, the political criminals like Hillary Clinton, they won't suffer. You will. You'll pay for war with Russia. You dirty American. And then the media is so disgusting here, they say, all of the problems that Biden has caused are Ukraine and Russia's fault. I'm not even kidding you. That's that CBS, that's mainstream news. Your, your inflation, your gas prices, home prices, empty store shelves, all of it. It's Putin's fault now. It's Russia and Ukraine's fault now. Incredible, the gaslighting. Absolutely incredible. The World Economic Forum is announcing an end of cash bragging about it the canadian bankers are saying we're gonna bring in a digital id now as well so it's all here i've got other fresh covid news as well in fact some bombshell covid news that i'm surprised isn't getting more play i mean it's it's 100 percent confirmed that this was a man-made virus in a lab and now it looks like not only that there might be patented Moderna technology in the virus. Did you hear what I just said? Patented Moderna materials might be in the virus. And then also U.S. helicopters, two Black Hawk helicopters and a naval helicopter 
have all gone down in the last 48 hours. What is going on with that? So I did it. I signed up for the Austin Marathon. I've been training probably not as much as I should be, but thank goodness for prayer and thank goodness for InfoWarsStore.com. Before I set out on a run, I throw down some Turbo Force to give me that energy I need to get going. You know, besides the energy, Turbo Force It is giving me the vitamins I need, like vitamin C to keep me healthy, and the essential B vitamins plus the amino acids for sustained energy, giving me the best chance at getting through the training. And then every day now, I'm taking Dr. Jones Soreless. I have bad joints. Thanks, Mom. So this is great for giving my joints the extra support they need right now, plus inflammation support and extra flexibility. The quick-release capsules help me recover fast so I can get back to the training. Even if you're not crazy enough, to take on a marathon. Good news, Turbo Force, that can still give you the energy and clarity you need for every day, and Soreless can keep you moving and feeling great at any age. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation Great Reset Combine trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. That's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. I want to know what happened at 9.45 a.m. Eastern Time. That forced the White House to call a lid on the president. And they called it a lunch lid. A lunch lid at 945 this morning. Pretty amazing stuff. This president who is supposed to give a State of the Union in just over a week. And before I get into this stack of the Ukraine-Russia news. Think about this. And, and see, it all ties together. Why do you keep bringing up Yemen? Well, why are you told to care about Ukraine and not Yemen? Well, the situation in Russia is obviously more impactful. Really? More impactful than Saudi Arabia, huh? More impactful than Saudi Arabia. Who has the largest oil reserves on the planet? I believe that's Saudi Arabia. Who produces or or could have more influence over Western energy, Russia or Saudi Arabia? Well, I don't know. All I know is you're sitting here talking about Russia and Ukraine all day. Meanwhile, Biden has depleted our oil reserves. And the Democrats have attempted to feminize and soy boy our military. So 
if there's actually a larger conflict, which I don't even know what it would look like, would it really be a, a kinetic type thing or would it build up as some sort of a cold world war that eventually ends in nuclear strikes? With just economic sanctions and this and that, supply chain shutdowns and just the, the erosion of the world economy as the elites just levitate above it all, watching the collapse of civilization that they then build back better on top of, which is what Biden is promoting. But if there was going to be some sort of a situation, we've had our oil reserves depleted because of Biden. We've had our ability to even produce and manufacture oil domestically stopped because of Biden. Now our currency is being devalued because of Biden. And our military is being feminized, soy boyed, and sexual transitioned because of Democrats. Now these people want to get us into a world war type situation? That they've intentionally sabotaged us ahead of? I mean, what, what, what's the analogy here? That'd be like if there were two competing boxing gyms and some guy in your boxing gym shows up wearing the other boxing gym's jacket and then takes out a bag full of wrenches and starts bashing all of the people in that boxing gym's heads and, and fists with this bag of wrenches and then says, hey, I think we should go fight that other gym. You're like, wait a second. You just came in here and attacked all of our boxers while wearing the other gym's jacket. And now you're telling us to go get in a fight with the other gym? What? That's what Biden's done. Biden is the new world order. Biden is the UN. And then Biden depletes all of our reserves, hurts our economy, and says, it's time for war. So here's the latest. Look at this sickening disgust from CBS News. The U.S. economy has been hit with increased gas prices, inflation, and supply chain issues. Wait, what? I was told that doesn't exist. I was told, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't blame that on Biden. Oh, wait, let me reread that and finish the whole statement. The U.S. economy has been hit with increased gas prices, inflation, and supply chain issues due to the Ukraine crisis. Oh, I see. The Ukraine crisis. That's so blame everything on Russia so that when they launch a war against Russia, you, you, you buy into it because you think it's Russia that's to blame for your gas prices going up. You think it's Russia to blame for the taxes going up. You think it's Russia to blame for the inflation and the empty shelves so that they can declare a war against Russia. Nice. Ignore the fact it's clearly the Democrats doing that and Biden and just blame Russia. That's been their calling card for a while now. It's really amazing. How the Ukraine crisis is already hitting Americans' wallets. No, that's the Biden crisis. It's not the Ukraine crisis hitting your wallet. It's not the Ukraine crisis affecting energy prices. That's the Biden crisis. But see how they spin? I mean, that's the, that, that is the Hegelian dialectic. They cause the problem, and then they blame you or the enemy. Gas climbs over $6 per gallon in California. Home prices rise 18.8% in 2021, the highest in decades. The highest in decades. That's the Ukraine crisis, guys. 
That's because of the Ukraine crisis. See? AP poll, 26% of Americans say U.S. should play a major role in Russia-Ukraine conflict. Now, now imagine, this is mostly uninformed people that they're polling, and even they get it. I mean, if people really understood what was going on, next to nobody would support this war. This is just people kind of seeing the TV, seeing the news reports, whatever, wanting to support Biden and saying, oh, okay, maybe war's good. But no, the majority of people don't want war in Ukraine or Russia. So, but think about this aspect of it, because here's a true reflection of this poll too. It was a lot easier to convince the American public to support a war in Iraq or Afghanistan after 9-11 because we were unified. We had pride in the country. We liked to wave the flag. The Democrat-Republican divide wasn't destroying us. The left-right divide wasn't destroying us. Well, you don't have a unified country. You don't have 99% of the people in this country that like waving an American flag or even like the American flag. Democrats like burning the American flag. They hate the American flag. So you don't have this unified America that you can just rally patriotism to launch any war with. So the vast majority of Americans don't support any of this the U.S. involvement in the Ukraine crisis, which isn't even a crisis, according to the president of Ukraine. And then there is this little ditty making its rounds again. This is from 2014. The less Americans know about Ukraine's location, the more they want U.S. to intervene. Isn't that so telling? That's the headline when the Crimea crisis under Obama was ongoing. But really, there's even more to be drawn from this. And it's really the more, or, or let, let's rephrase, the less Americans know about anything, the more they want to intervene in your life. And isn't that the truth? And that's, that's the bigger, that's the bigger ball of knowledge, if you will, that's then reduced down to this headline. The less Americans know about Ukraine's location, the more they want to the U.S. to intervene. The less somebody knows about what goes on on the planet and what they know about this planet, the less they have any clue of, of how the world actually works, the more they want to actually try to run the world and run your life. So that's, that's the bigger understanding. The less somebody knows, the more they want to run your life. The less Americans know about Ukraine's location, the more they want the U.S. to intervene. That's just a subset of the less people know, the more they want to run your life. And isn't that such an execution of modern-day liberalism in policy and practice? UN-run contact tracers aren't coming. They're here all over the world, from Australia to the United States, from Canada to Germany. These tyrants are tracking everything you do, everywhere you go, and then coming to your house and threatening, in some cases, actually taking people away into the night to their facilities. And they're planning in the next year to expand their shield process where they come and take, quote, healthy people away and put them in facilities for their safety. This is nothing less than martial law. And one big thing you can do to fight back is to get high-quality Faraday cages, many of which are made here in America and are very compliant, meaning U.S. government military grade, 
at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the entire line of Silent Pocket ready to ship to you when you visit InfoWarsStore.com. Again, we have big backpacks. We have special dry bags. We've got them for cell phones. We've got them for laptops. We've got them for iPads. It's all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So protect your privacy today and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Warning, this broadcast contains subject matter that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news right now, and I'm going to get back into the Russia-Ukraine situation but it has just been announced Trudeau has officially revoked the Emergency Powers Act in Ottawa. So that was unsuspected. That was not what he said the other day. I'd say that's a good thing. And so, hmm, what of the Canadian Freedom Convoy now? I guess... Since the government has frozen, uh, frozen all their bank accounts, arrested many of them, they just disappeared them. I shouldn't even say arrested. Just We should rephrase that. Should They've disappeared, so many of them. Uh, harassed, beaten, taken so much of their property, stole it. I guess they figured that that was enough of a tyrannical response to their peaceful protest that they'll put that light out. They'll put that fire out. I guess we shall see. As it is now official, Trudeau has revoked the Emergency Powers Act. No apologies, though, for the treatment of the Canadian citizens. All right, getting back into the Ukraine stuff. EU blacklists Putin's top aides and propagandists over Ukraine invasion. So, I mean, it's this is this is the real deal. This is the stuff larger wars are made of. Here is a. Interesting three-part series right here that all tie together. Now, Drew Holden, yesterday I played a clip of Obama debating Mitt Romney, making a joke that I made that I didn't know I stole from Obama. Maybe I subconsciously stole it or we just both had the same thought. But when he was campaigning against Mitt Romney, he said, hey, the Cold War foreign policy is called. Uh, hey, the 80s foreign policy is called. Uh, and we played that video. And, and I've just been saying that for, for a while when I see the, the response to, to Russia and the media coverage and approach to Russia. Well, Drew Holden put out a thread, and I would like you guys to pull that up. I mean, it's got to be like 30-tweet-long 30, 30 thread. It wasn't just Obama. It wasn't just Obama campaigning on, hey, let's stop making Russia the boogeyman. Remember, Bernie Sanders did his honeymoon to Russia. He loved the Russians. I mean, it's 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 communist Russia that the modern day Democrat Party would be promoting with their I mean, the policies are the same. But let's not try to make sense of liberal lunacy. So Drew Holden puts out a thread. It turns out it was not just Obama. Here's the start of it. You may remember that President Obama ridiculed Mitt Romney for suggesting Russia was the U.S.'s top geopolitical foe in 2012. 
But you may have forgotten how the media ran with Obama Zinger as if they were his comms team. It's as if Drew is speaking to me personally and put this tweet out after I played the video. I'm, I'm tickled because I didn't know this. So it, but it wasn't just Obama. The whole media, CNN, the Democrat Party, they all ran with that same notion that, hey, let's, let's drop the Cold War foreign policy. Let's drop the 80s foreign policy. Let's stop with Russia is the boogeyman. And, and he puts out the thread, and you guys scroll down it here, documenting all of it. Isn't that something? Yeah, he's got CNN on there. You guys, put it back on the screen and just start scrolling down so people can see what I'm talking about. He's got CNN on there. He's got other, C- I mean, it's literally all over CNN, just, just nonstop. He's got the New York Times. Multiple from the New York Times, multiple from CNN. He's got all the quotes, all the pull quotes, all the tweets, all the video segments, other big liberals in the media, Washington Post. I mean, you're seeing it right here. This is my crew just scrolling. I mean, you guys just keep scrolling. I mean, MSNBC. Yeah, there you go, guys. Huffington Post, Politico, ABC News, Salon, Daily Beast, Huffington Post again, Truth Team, Democrats, the DCCC. The Democrat Party official tweets. I mean, it's literally all there. Thank you. Great job, guys. So you went from in in 10 years. Basically, what Trump would currently say about Russia and Putin, basically 10 years ago, the Democrat official. Foreign policy approach to Russia was what Trump would be promoting now, which was, hey, you know, Putin's kind of smart. Russia's kind of coming out of the the depths of communism and trying to be a legitimate country. And, you know, maybe they aren't our big political foe. Maybe we can actually have good relations and all this stuff. That was that was Obama spurring that into the talking points of the Democrat Party while he was debating Mitt Romney and, and running for president. And now it's nope, Russia's the boogeyman. Russia, 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 Russia's the worst, Russia this, Putin that. John Brennan, today, this morning, on Twitter. I am currently in the UK watching Republicans greet Putin's invasion of Ukraine with criticisms of President Biden. I am constantly being asked, what has happened to the Republican Party? Sadly, my only answer is it has lost its very soul. Wow. So John Brennan, a soulless creep, a a liar who lied under oath about the government spying on U.S. citizens. He belongs in jail for perjury, perhaps war crimes. Yeah, that John Brennan. Franken Brennan says the Republicans have lost their soul. And and really, I'd say the Republican if you could even take a measurement of the Republican response to the the Ukraine-Russia situation, it's been neutral. You've had some Republicans that you would expect, like Liz Cheney and Lindsey Graham, just they can't, there's no war they didn't want to send someone else to die in. I don't think Lindsey Graham has ever seen a war he wouldn't send somebody else to die in. And I guess Liz Cheney too, just like her father, they love war with anybody. So yeah, war with Russia, they're all for it. But then there's another side of the Republican Party, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, And others that say, hey, we have no involvement here. There's nothing good that can come of this. 
Ukraine's president is saying, hey, there's no there's no emergency right now. We'll tell you if there is, but let's just stop the chaos. Let's stop the saber rattling. And then it's the Democrats. It's Biden doing press conferences. Saying we have to do something and you have to pay for it. And then Brennan says the Republicans have lost their soul. Maybe the Democrats never had a soul to begin with, but I don't even have to go back that far to show you. What did Biden do his first day in office? Well, he shut down U.S. pipelines. First day in office. I mean, that's like you hire a babysitter and the first thing the babysitter does is drown your baby. Like, okay, we got a new babysitter. All right, bye kids. And then she drowns the babies in the bathtub. Joe, first day in office, cuts off your energy. (laughs) I mean, it's like, that's the bad guy. That's the enemy. But it wasn't just that. Remember, it was Ted Cruz. So, so because Biden wanted to have Russia be in control of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline and, and Trump, which who shut that down. Trump actually was tough on Russia, didn't give them control of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Biden did. Ted Cruz tried to block that with legislation, and the Democrats balked. Biden administration hits the hill to lobby Democrats against GOP-backed Russia sanctions. So Biden was basically pro-Russia in all of the foreign policy. The Democrats were pro-Russia in all their foreign policy until like a month ago. Now they want war with Russia. Hey, give Russia Nord Stream 2 pipeline, shut down our pipelines. That's pro-Russia. Hey, Ted Cruz, a Republican, he wants these sanctions against Russia. He wants to stop this pipeline from getting controlled by Russia. Democrats said, "Uh uh-uh, you're not stopping this. We're giving this pipeline to Russia. And now here they are saying, Russia's bad. Russia's going to hurt Europe. We need to go to war with Russia. You gave them that pipeline. You shut down ours. And now we have to pay the price and our gas goes up? Cobra Commander here with an important message to humanity. I have decided that all of you will take a special injection so that you will be safe. But the injection is not ready yet. And so I need all of you to stay indoors for the next 15 days to flatten the curve. I also need you to wear a mask and I also need you to only shop at mega corporations. That way we can consolidate control and bankrupt the world economy, leaving companies that only I own profitable. You will then be my slaves. Oh, and then you'll get that special shot of venom from Cobra. We'll remove your immune system so you'll be dependent on me for the rest of your miserable lives. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation Great Reset Combine trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their, their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their 
world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. That's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. You know, in the break, the crew was just bringing me a bunch of stories, including this one from May 25th of last year. Biden defends decision not to sanction company building controversial Russian gas pipeline. We're being put into a trap, folks. Our politicians are putting us in a trap. It's called the Great Reset. Or potentially World War Three or four, whatever you want to say, historians may argue what the archives say. Most people will know it as World War III, but I don't want to get to that point. And I don't really think it's going to be a kinetic type of thing with, with troops and soldiers, at least as far as the U.S.'s involvement. It, it'll, be, it'll be economic warfare. It'll be supply chain sabotage. It'll be hyperinflation. And then, and then maybe there might be some sort of a big nuclear impact if they get what they want which would, I guess, kind of be like the shadow hand of the Great Reset. It's like, oh, this is the Great Reset. Oh, it's just economics and political stuff, uh, just digital IDs, and eh, it's not that big a deal. And then the shadow hand is like, by the way, we're about to drop 20 nuclear bombs and wipe all y'all out anyway. So, (laughs) oops. So, you know, if people wanted to come out and say, hey, Vladimir Putin is an agent of the World Economic Forum. He's an agent of the Great Reset. He's playing his role to start World War III to bring in the collapse of the civilization to bring in the Great Reset. Well, that'd be one thing. But that's not really what they're saying. They're really, they can't really explain why Biden is bad. It's just this old Cold War foreign foreign policy. But, you know, the crew does such a great job. And you may notice When we have guests on, they're constantly complimenting the crew, how quickly they can pull up interviews. They've just never seen anything like it in media. That's what our crew does here. And so, folks, that's why InfoWars need to stay on on air. That's why we need to keep this great crew intact. And that's why we need your support at InfoWarsStore.com. But you get a great product like BrainForce Ultra, 40% off right now, limited supply, limited time offer of Brain Force Ultra, and that's the liquid version of Brain Force Plus, even more powerful when it comes to mental clarity and focus. It's Brain Force Ultra, and it's 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Also, oh, we sold out a winter sun, so that happened, so make sure you get the supplements before they sell out. You've got Survival Shield X3 Nascent Tri-Iodine. 50% off. 
And we've also just dropped Turbo Force to 50% off. We've dropped the Ultimate Fish Oil to 50% off. We've dropped the Living Defense Plus to 50% off. This is what is at InfoWarsStore.com. So you get a great product. You get a great air filter, a great water filter. You get a great supplement at InfoWarsStore.com. And you keep us on the air with this great crew. All right, I've still got a bunch of news to get to. I've got my next guest, Karen Kingston, coming up. Let me just do this. Let me just cover this stack of the criminal activity that's ongoing in this country that uh, we're just supposed to accept as normal. We're just supposed to live with this high crime rates, all the homicides, all the theft. All, all, all the dangers of going into uh, Democrat-run inner cities. We're just supposed to ignore that. It's not a big deal. It's normal. Just accept it. That's the country you live in. Just deal with it. Uh, I don't think so. Tennessee church seeks justice after elderly member is robbed during prayer. It's all caught on tape, folks. Uh, I mean, really, you have to you have to wonder how low people will go to deceive an elderly lady and we have the, the video of this, an elderly lady kneeling in prayer. And then another woman comes up and, and, and pretends to pray with her and grab her hands like, oh, we're in prayer together. While the other woman reaches into her purse and takes her wallet. And there's the security cam footage from the church right there. I mean, wow. Because what do you, I mean, is it worse than robbing someone at gunpoint? Well, I mean, no, I guess not. But it's just this new thing, like find any way to rob, find any way to steal. It's the new criminal class. It's the new crime economy. And it is being held up and promoted by the Democrat Party. Thief caught on video stealing car with 11-year-old inside in East Harlem. Carjackings are up. Now. I have to say, the father, not too bright on this one, leaves the car running with the kid inside so he can run inside and just grab, I think he was just trying to grab like a water or something real quickly, so he leaves the car running with the kid, and in that in that tiny little window of time, guy comes up, steals the car, drives away with the kid inside. Now, luckily, nothing, the boy ended up getting dropped off about a mile later, and nothing, no harm done, they're still looking for the suspect. But it's just normal life. Yeah, you think, hey, I'm in America. I'm in America. I'm in a good part of the world. There's good people here. It's not run by criminals. I can trust people. I can leave my car running with my boy inside. That's one of the privileges. That's one of the great things about living in America. Oh, oops. Sorry, this is Democrat New York. You left your car running with your kid inside. That car's gone. And you're lucky your boy ain't gone with him. So believe me, I get it. I'd, I'd love to... And I mean, people live in great communities around this country where, you know what? You don't have to worry about locking your car. You don't have to worry about locking your doors at night. You don't need to worry about these things. But boy, oh boy, you live in a Democrat city. Eight subway attacks over the weekend on New York City subway shows challenge Adams faces on crime. Here's an idea. Start arresting the criminals. 
No, no, we can't do that because uh, racist. Black female student was behind racist graffiti on Sacramento High School's water fountains. Another one of these classic stories. So this black student goes and writes colored and then white on the water fountains. And, of course, the same thing. Huge rallies, huge outcryings, huge fundraisers, marches, signs. We're fighting racism. It's, oh, the KKK is here. I mean, literally a whole a whole press conference with a bunch of black liberal activists saying, this is the KKK. The KKK is in my neighborhood. Look at the racism. Turns out it was a black girl. So another false flag hate crime, another hate crime hoax. I forget. I mean, there, were, there was a guy that did a deep study. I covered it months ago, maybe a year ago now, who did a deep study on all these documented hate crimes, which are just like, you know, people writing something on a wall or writing the N-word on a wall and all this other stuff or writing, you know, die, Jews, die. And, and almost every, it, it was over 90% of the time when it, was, when it was some sort of anti-black racism, it was a black person doing it. When it was anti-Jewish bigotry, it was a Jewish person doing it. So another hate crime hoax. So the hate crime economy is so lucrative, but yet there's no supply So you have to fake hate crimes. There's a huge demand for hate crimes from the left. So people have to fake them to make them. And there's another one. Dad orders four-year-old to shoot at police at McDonald's drive-thru, cops say. Very nice. That's how you can assure that you won't be going to jail. See, the man is a genius. The Utah man in Salt Lake City is a genius. Hey, I have an idea. If I'm not the one shooting and killing the cops, I can't go to jail. I'll make my four-year-old son do it. Nice. Good parenting. Good thinking. Can't go to a, not even a McDonald's. MPD seeks suspect an armed robbery of an, uh, of an establishment that occurred on Sunday. In D.C., three suspects armed on the loose in D.C., Here's a D.C. reporter, Matt Acklin. So sick of the crime in this city. A neighbor of mine just got jumped by a group of teenagers. Teenagers on Swan Street. We heard her screams. When does this end? When when Democrats are all gone. Although probably not. Let's not be ridiculous. But L.A. human trafficking operation rescues more than 80 victims. Oh, they said there's no human trafficking at the Super Bowl. Oh, wait, they admit. No, it was a it was a it was a Super Bowl sting operation. Mom recognizes Chicago train robbery suspect as her son drags him to police station herself. Well, that's one way to handle it. All right, when we come back, we've got our guest, Pfizer whistleblower, coming up. Don't go anywhere. Back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. It's been out of stock for a while. It's one of uh, three sleep aids we have at InfoWarsStore.com. Uh, This one has been very popular. It sold off the shelves. It's back in stock. Down and out liquid sleep support. This is probably the strongest sleep aid that we have, I would say. Knockout, rocket rest, both great. Comes in pill form. This is the liquid tincture, and I think this is probably the most powerful one. 
Survival Shield X2 nascent iodine. This is, if you haven't done an iodine challenge yet, if you haven't done the iodine challenge, what are you waiting for? Now is the time. Super male and super female vitality. Living Defense Plus and the Organic Greens Fiber Caps. Uh, we have a limited supply of these right now, but we want to sell them all out so we can order a new batch. It was very popular. The Organic Greens Fiber Caps. But we have all kinds of other great supplements that uh, are, are great for so many different things. Take advantage of those. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, I've got some COVID and vaccine news I want to hit here ahead of our guest, Karen Kingston, one of the original Pfizer whistleblowers who's joining us and 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 we'll be discussing some of this with her including this story and I mentioned it earlier I don't I just I'm glad she's coming on cuz maybe she can explain this more to me cuz on its face it sounds really bad fresh lab leak fears as study finds genetic code and covid spike protein linked to Moderna patent more evidence covid was tinkered with in a lab now scientists find virus contains tiny chunk of DNA that matches sequence patented by Moderna three years before pandemic began. Genetic match discovered in COVID's unique furin cleavage site on spike protein matched genetic sequence patented by Moderna for cancer research purposes. Researchers say one in three trillion chance COVID developed the code naturally. In other words... It's not natural. It's from a lab. Now, we already knew it was from a lab for multiple reasons. Now we're finding out upon further investigation that one of the proofs, one of the evidence pieces that shows it's in a lab is actually genetic material patented by Moderna. Guys, pull me up a Moderna stock value for the last three years or, 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 or do a search for how much profit Moderna has made with all the other vaccine manufacturers since COVID. I mean, this is ridiculous. Again, oh, look at that. Now their stock has come back down to earth, but that was after they all sold out at its peak. See. They knew. But there it is. There, there's your Moderna stock that jack, jacked up into the almost doubling in value post-vaccine. And then, and then all the people that knew the vaccine wasn't working and they were about to get exposed started selling it, so it came back down to earth. But yeah, post-vaccination was all the record highs for the Moderna stocks. And, and, and so the Moderna vaccine that gave them record profits and record stock highs was in response to a virus that their patented product is inside. Again, I've been calling this the Pied Piper for years. It's just more evidence. So (laughs) how is like, where is the media? How is this not a massive groundbreaking story? 
because they don't want you to know you've been deceived. They don't want you to know that they've deceived you. They've bought into the lies. They've bought into the COVID tyranny. So they can't admit the deception. They can't be honest about what's happened. There's more NPR. Folks, it's it's really just getting ludicrous at this point. NPR. Should you get a fourth dose of the COVID-19 vaccine to boost protection? Experts say no. Now listen to this. A fourth shot of the same vaccine offered very little protection against infection compared with only three shots. (laughs) So let me translate for you what they just tried to say. The first shot didn't work. Why the hell would the fourth? So take four. Should you get... I mean, come on. Should you get a fourth booster shot? Experts say no. A fourth shot of the same vaccine offered very little protection against infection compared with only three shots. So the first three shots don't work. Should I get a fourth? Probably not. The first shot didn't work. Should I get a second? Yes. Should I get a third? Yes. Should I get a fourth? Well, maybe not until next month. Time for your fourth vaccine that doesn't work. We are now joined by Karen Kingston, Pfizer whistleblower, who's going to be discussing some of the latest news when it comes to the COVID vaccines and the man-made virus. And she has been doing a lot of work. She sent me just this massive PowerPoint of just all the data that she's collected and broken down. She's sick of the lies of the mainstream media. And so Karen joins me now. Karen, before we get into some of the ins and outs and I ask you some of the questions about the vaccines and COVID, let's just quickly uh, a little background into yourself, who you are, where you came from, why this issue is such a big deal to you. Uh, well, thanks for having me, Owen. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to speak on your on your platform. So my background is I, I've been in the pharma med device biotech industry for 25 years now. I, I did work for Pfizer uh, in New York City uh, right out of the gates. I, I was volunteering in a hospital and started working right out of college. And then I went on to the agency side. So that's where you start uh, understanding uh, the legal uh, uh ramifications of communications, basically. And as my career evolved, I, I ended up working for uh, their large agency. At the time, it was, it was known as CDM. Uh, I moved out to California. I worked for Allergan and their, and their agency. And I've had clients that ranged from you know, Pfizer, Medtronic, J&J, um, Allergan, I'm sure you've heard of some of these names, to, to startups. So uh, the last 10 years, I've been pretty much a biotech analyst and uh, they sometimes call me the cleaner in the industry. So if a, a marketing team is going off strategy or if a, a startup is having uh, challenges, you know, uh, with their bringing their product to market, um, sometimes they'll call me. And then I'll, I've also been called into companies where they've had a product around for 20 or 30 years and the marketing team's really gone, gone rogue. And so they're looking for both a messaging, you know, cleanup as well as uh, looking at a, um, uh, strategic business unit portfolio analysis that I might work on for new product development under the current IP. So things like that. So I, I, and I'm also a scientific writer, so I can, I can write and do the editing as well. The cleaner. That's a nice one for you. And one of the big things, uh, that I guess you've been cleaning up is the lies 
of COVID. Now, I don't want to belabor this too much because I know that there's some new developments that, that I want to ask you about and I'm sure you want to get into. But, I mean, talk about all the lies from the beginning to where we're at now. It, it, it Really, it's almost as if the CDC and the NIH and Fauci and others and, and most of the media, I'm not sure they've been honest about anything out of the, out of the very gates. I don't think they've been honest about anything here. No, they haven't. And keep in mind, the FDA, the CDC, and the NIH all report up into HHS, Health and Human Services, right? So under Trump, they reported into Secretary Azar, and now it's under uh, Xavier Becerra. So ultimately, they all feed up into HHS. And this was clearly a coordinated effort to uh, manipulate, lie, deceive, and betray the American people, starting out of the gates with the first declaration from Secretary Azar that... Um, COVID-19, confirmed cases of COVID-19 were a threat to national security. He made this declaration on January 27, 2020. Here's the problem, Owen. There was no test. We were told there's no test to confirm the cases. So how did they confirm it? Um, the other problem is the early data out of Wuhan and out of Hong Kong showed that there was no transmission between the early people that were hospitalized and healthcare workers or even infections within the hospital from one another. There were 32,000 patients hospitalized in Hong Kong, and statistically speaking, there was a 0% nosocomial infection rate. That means out of the 32,000 people that were hospitalized in Hong Kong, not one other patient in the hospital got the infection from someone with COVID, and neither did the healthcare workers. So that's a, you know, it was a giant lie that this was a highly transmissible airborne virus. And then on top of that, when Burks, and I know we all remember this day, March 31st, Deborah Burks, Tony Fauci, um, pr President Trump, um, very uh, has you know was, was very begrudgingly getting on on a media uh, platform, and they announced that if we don't lock down the country, 2.2 million Americans would die. Um, so that's looking at, and you know, we knew that the virus was deadly to primarily 85 and older at the time, potentially 65 and older with comorbidities. So let's say you have an 80 million person population within that demographic. You know, you're looking at a contract fatality rate of, you know, four, five, six, seven, ten percent or higher during this short time period, probably more like 20 or 20 or 30 percent, something like a mayor's or a SARS. But five days earlier, Fauci publishes in the New England Journal of Medicine to his global scientist colleagues, including those in China, that, hey, in my professional scientific opinion, as I look at this early data, I believe that the case fatality rate is closer to that of the seasonal flu. And he actually states it's 0.1%. So to hit that 2.2 million case fatality rate, we would need to infect 2.2 billion Americans, which we just and, don't and have. And by the way, by the way, I mean, we could talk about how this virus or this sickness is different than others or whatever. But I mean, we have enough data now from, from two years of this being here as far as the numbers go, it is it is maybe a little more deadly than the than the flu than the common flu. I mean, maybe statistically, it's not. It's not because the the diagnosis. Keep in mind the the ICD ten codes, the codes that they gave to people in the hospital to to have the number of deaths um, was simply a financial incentive. So if someone was in the hospital and there was someone who had a positive PCR test that was in the same room as them and that person was in the hospital from a car accident and they they died um, they could say that they died from COVID. So in other and, words they could have done the exact same numbers with the common flu if they if they practice the same approach meaning 
We'll test everybody. And then if you're in contact, all the different things, you could have had the exact same numbers with what we formerly knew, knew as the flu. Well, yeah, if they if they did the same financial scam, then we could have had the same numbers as the flu. Yeah. And just and we just pretended that the flu was 24 seven and never went away. Keep in mind, I and I, I didn't share send these documents to you. There's zero percent statistically incidents of airborne transmission of this virus. Human to human airborne transmission in the hospital. Thirty two thousand people were hospitalized in Hong Kong with covid. Uh, there was no transmission between patients to other patients. Uh, there was 222 healthcare workers were flown out to Wuhan at ground zero uh, in like October, November 2019 through December. They tested 222 healthcare workers with a PCR test, with an antigen test, and with x-rays, and they found nothing, Owen. This is not a highly transmissible disease. If you take a look at the uh, document from EcoHealth Alliance that uh, Sergeant Joe Murphy released to... Uh, I believe Project Veritas, uh, it's very clear what, what this virus is. We know it came from a lab. We know it was intended as a bioweapon. Why are they taking viruses such as um, Ebola and HIV and making these chimeric multi-species viruses and they're putting them in the backbone of the common cold because they're trying to make them airborne. But per EcoHealth Alliance own publication from March of 2016, uh, they state, they being uh, Peter Daszak and Ralph Barrick, who was part of this team, uh, Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, he's known as the godfather of coronaviruses. They state that, look, if we can get the SARS-CoV-2 virus, the WIV, the Wuhan Institute of Virology virus, into humans, we can do some damage. We can cause inflammation, disease, and some death. But it's not a pandemic uh, potential because it weakens once someone's infected and human-to-human transmission is unlikely. This was never highly transmissible. That was another giant lie. We never, it's not airborne. They tried to make it airborne, they failed. And, and, and really, it was that lie with the fear mongering that drove the shutdowns, drove the responses, ultimately wound up with mask mandates, vaccine mandates, all these uh, declarations, uh, you know, in response to all of it. And it was all based off of lies. And, and even if even if we wanted to give the benefit of the doubt to these individuals that lied to us, which I'm not saying we should, but, but even if we were to, they should be changing policy. They should be coming out saying, hey, we were wrong. We were just trying to help people. We were wrong. We don't need to have this response anymore. Let's just get back to normal pandemic over. But they're not doing that. They're clinging to power. They're demanding more power. Yeah, this thing is this is over with. And I, I mean, the question, though, too, is I, I don't think we can give them any credit for not lying, because on March 25th to his colleagues, Dr. Fauci said this thing's the seasonal flu with a 0.1 percent fatality rate. And then to the president and the American people five days later, he said this is as deadly as SARS or MERS. And keep in mind, like we were conditioned to respond this way. Have you seen the movie Contagion with Matt Damon and Gwyneth Paltrow? Uh, she flies to China. She's like an executive. I haven't, goes- but it's one of a lot of things that seem to be like predictive programming with this virus ahead of time. We'll be right back with Karen Kingston. I've been on air more than 25 years. 
And long before I started selling high-quality vitamin D3 eight years ago, I've been promoting people taking vitamin D3 because it is essential. And if you're not getting sunshine every single day, whether you're black or white or Hispanic, it doesn't matter. Your body will be susceptible and wide open to so many of the threats that are out there. It's just like you need oxygen. You die in four minutes without oxygen. You die in five or six days without water. You die in a month without food. Well, that's because these key minerals and elements and vitamins are in the food that you need. And one of the most important for your immune system and your overall health is vitamin D3. We have the highest quality in winter sun with vitamin K that boosts all your body's defenses available right now for 50% off at InfoWarStore.com. Everybody, old, young, black, white, you need vitamin D3. This is the best quality out there and it funds the InfoWar 50% off. So I did it. I signed up for the Austin Marathon. I've been training probably not as much as I should be, but thank goodness for prayer and thank goodness for InfoWarsStore.com. Before I set out on a run, I throw down some Turbo Force to give me that energy I need to get going. You know, besides the energy, Turbo Force, it is giving me the vitamins I need, like vitamin C to keep me healthy and the essential B vitamins plus the amino acids for sustained energy, giving me the best chance at getting through the training. And then every day now, I'm taking Dr. Jones Soreless. I have bad joints. Thanks, Mom. So this is great for giving my joints the extra support they need right now, plus inflammation support and extra flexibility. The quick-release capsules help me recover fast so I can get back to the training. Even if you're not crazy enough to take on a marathon, good news, Turbo Force, that can still give you the energy and clarity you need for every day, and Soreless can keep you moving and feeling great at any age. Infowars.com forward slash show. Karen Kingston is with us. Very well versed, well knowledged on all issues in regards to COVID and the COVID vaccines. You can just Hear her knowledge in the last segment. And so we were getting into the lies that's been that were told to us about the virus, about the vaccines, how how the lies told to us about the virus were used to bring in the vaccines. I mean, there's so many different angles we can go off of now. Uh, I mean, all the the profit that Big Pharma has seen in in since the virus, how they are also responsible in some part, for the lockdowns. I mean, they fund the politicians that promoted it. Now we have this story that I really want to get your response to. Fresh lab leak fears as study finds genetic code in COVID spike protein linked to Moderna patent. So they're saying that there's a genetic match from COVID's unique furin cleavage site on the spike protein that Moderna patented three years ago. How could a Moderna patented... DNA sequence end up in a COVID virus? So if you look at the NIH database, if you read EcoHealth Alliance's proposal to DARPA, it's very clear that before they make the vaccines for these viruses that jump from animals to humans, scientists must first make the virus. This is, do you understand what I just said? Like, they, I, they make the virus first. 
and then they make the vaccine, which is the inoculation delivery of the virus, basically. Uh, and this you can find on the NIH database. So what they're specifically talking about is the two prolines that they added to the spike protein for the SARS-CoV-2 virus. So or the original version of the SARS-CoV-2 virus that was available in 2016, as EcoHealth Alliance had stated in their publication, here's the thing, gosh darn it, it is uh, the, the spike protein dissolves over time in people's bodies, right? So it's not that infectious and we need to stabilize that spike protein. So Moderna, uh, specifically Jason McClellan in collaboration with Barney Graham did a lot of research and they discovered by inserting these two prolines, they can now make the spike protein more durable and more deadly. So it can have a better affinity to your heart, lungs and kidneys, create havoc throughout your circulatory system. They also found by keeping it in what they call the um, pre-fusion state versus the post-fusion state that neutralizing antibodies for the virus would bounce off of the spike protein. So the spike protein could completely wreak havoc. And uh, on top of that, it was simply, it was more sustainable. So they made, they, they modified it to make it more deadly. Um, and then also to, you know, again, bind, bind more aggressively, if you will, throughout, throughout your body. So that's how that happened. Um, so it's, it's more evidence that it was made in a lab. So my, I guess my follow-up just naturally, if I was, you know, an investigator into this, I'd say, well, okay, if the virus was made in a lab and there's Moderna patented, uh, a Moderna patented DNA sequence in the virus, did the lab purchase that from Moderna? Was Moderna aware that, uh, that the lab had that? Are they using Moderna's patent illegally? I mean, you think that that'd be the next angle to go down here, or maybe Moderna doesn't want to push these buttons. So one of the, so the patent for uh, that spike protein, there, there was actually a, a new patent application that was um, applied for in 2020. And I was looking for that patent application for this 2P modification. And I came across a holding company called Geovax, that's G-E-O-V-A-X. And they're a, um, a holding company, they're, they're traded on the stock exchange, you can look them up, they're only nine people. But if you take a look at this SEC filing, they have the licensing agreements and royalty agreements for the mRNA sequence and the spike protein, which was licensed to them by HHS. Um, so keep in mind, Moderna owns that patent, but so does the NIH. So it's collaboration. And then if you're doing work with the funding from the NIH or the government, then the U.S. government then can then claim um, ownership. So that's what happened. It was all then delegated up to HHS. HHS then licensed it to Geovax. And then Geovax worked with the FDA as well as global uh, research organizations, specifically Technical Resources um, International, to then work with global governments to roll out the, the vaccine studies and the vaccines. And then um, they have control of the licensing agreements and royalty payments. So um, I didn't send that to you, but I can send that to you afterwards if you want. Well, to I mean, we, you know this. We A lot of people are, are aware of this. We're outsiders looking in, doing research, trying to put pieces together. I mean, how many people were involved in all this? I mean, we know some of the names. Fauci, Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance. Obviously, Moderna has some involvement. I mean, how many entities, how many people, how many companies were involved in some part of the process of the manufacturing of this virus and then the manufacturing of the vaccine in response to the virus? I mean, probably about 100 total for, for pharma. Every big pharma company was involved. 
So there, there are biotech business plans for 10 years for COVID-19. So uh, Sanofi's got a vaccine in the works. GlaxoSmithKline has a vaccine. I mean, you name it. The, every company is involved with this. Uh, the pharmaceutical industry was over. It, it was dead. Uh, Pfizer tried to acquire a generic company for like $80 billion, I think, back in, I don't know, four or five years ago. They realized there's no profit margins in, in uh, generic. Shocker there. Um, and in this, the, 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 just the palliative treatments so treatments of symptoms um, had all gone generic and Americans were living healthier lifestyles. So we're global citizens. We, you know, we were reaching the the longest led, led longevity that we've had in centuries. Um, and uh, really most ailments that people came down with could be treated with a generic product. So um, all these companies, yeah, collaborated on this, on, on, on this global effort. And they collaborated with the governments as well. Um, and there's business deals around this. So the actual agreements and royalty payments uh, are not available in the SEC filings, but uh, considering that I would, you know, this is fraud at so many levels, including investment fraud, I would assume if there's a lawsuit, you could subpoena those agreements and see exactly um, who's getting paid what. We've got all of these FOIA requests from the companies that have made the vaccine, CDC, NIH, and they've done everything they can to keep the people from seeing their their study results, their lab results, all of it. I mean, CDC, NIH. Uh, Pfizer, yeah. Moderna, they don't want people to see their studies. They're redacting them when they release them for the FOIA request. What does that tell you? Yeah, well, the data is absolutely damning, even in the phase three trials. I mean, um, a lot of people think like for Pfizer, they thought, OK, we didn't start researching the 12 to 15 year olds until uh, they knew it was going to be safe for the you know 16 year olds and adults. Well, that's not true. It says right in their filing that they had Rio uh, Rio Tech. Safety data, I can never say that word, safety data for 12 to 15 year olds, uh, the risk benefit ratio was not favorable. That means it was damning. And the sponsor, Pfizer, Albert Berla said, cover it up. Don't disclose it. It's right there in the documents. It says also 409 people within one week of the Pfizer injection came down with what could be severe COVID or it could be a severe side effect from the vaccine. Uh, but they didn't have a positive PCR test. And gosh darn it, neither Pfizer nor the FDA could tell if it was their vaccine or it was a virus that was causing people to become hospitalized. And, and of course, you're not allowed to question that. You're not allowed to question it if you're a politician or media that's funded by Big Pharma. And I guess most doctors probably feel guilty for administrating so many of these vaccines. They don't want to question it either just to protect themselves. We'll be right back. Two life-changing, life-empowering products are now back in stock after being sold out for months at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun is the highest quality organic vitamin D3 taken under the tongue. It also has vitamin K, critical for your immune system, and so much more. It's 50% off despite the fact it's going to sell out very, very quickly because everybody needs this. Old, young, black, white, it doesn't matter. You need what's in Winter Sun. And then we have Brain Force Ultra, super fast-acting, amazing, clean, nootropic, system that is a complement to Brain Force Plus and of course Turbo Force. All three of these are different formulas, but all three of them take your mind and take your focus and clarity and alertness to the next level. It is 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com for a limited time. Thank you all for your support. If you haven't tried these products, you really need to because they are amazing. InfoWarsStore.com. 
War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Trigger warning. This broadcast contains subject matter that may offend liberal snowflakes. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Karen Kingston is our guest. And you may recall the story last week, Jamal Edwards, 31-year-old YouTuber, musician, died suddenly. Well, they came out, they admit he died of a heart attack. That's the number one side effect of the vaccine. But, oh, you're not allowed to ask. Dr. Paul Farmer was 62 years old. He devoted his entire life to fighting deadly epidemics. He also died of a heart failure. But don't ask if he was vaccinated. I'm sure he was vaccinated, uh, considering he travels the world. So, uh, but we're not allowed to ask, Karen. We're not allowed to ask uh, about all of these mysterious side effects and deaths. We're not allowed to ask or attribute these to the vaccine. It's it's really an odd phenomenon how much you get attacked if you question the effectiveness of the vaccine, let alone attribute this, this rise in heart attacks. I mean, now they're talking about kids having heart attacks. They're training people to, to deal with kids having heart attacks. I mean, what do you make of this and, and the attempt to make sure that nobody questions the vaccine despite clear reason to at least question are there side effects? Is it killing people? Should we be drawing this back? But it's like, oh, no, fact checkers, big tech censorship, media not covering it. I mean, what are we to make of all this? That that this has been a, a, a giant uh, scripted uh, psychological manipulation of uh, the global population and specifically the American people. I think that's, that's what's to make of it. Uh, the, the fact that science couldn't be questioned um, and if you did question it, then you were an outsider. Um, you know, that's that's clearly a psychological um, tactic. And for people who are familiar with the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, uh, which Antony Blinken spoke at in October of last year, October 5th specifically, they have an entire division for behavioral insights. And there's over 220 uh, U.S. organizations, both at the government level uh, and at the private level and educational level. So uh, that work on how to communicate and manipulate Americans. So everything from our Department of Justice and IRS, HHS, FDA to Harvard University and Duke University. And so a lot of what we are trained to do to be environmentally friendly and compliant um, that's been a long 10, 15 year study by Harvard where they asked, how do we get Americans to do something that's really not in their benefit and potentially could be to their detriment? And what they found is if we tell Americans this is best for you, Americans don't care. They're like, we'll decide what's best for us. If we say it's best for you and your children, we still don't care. We will decide what's best for us and our children. But if you tell Americans this is what your neighbors are doing, we may like a, a little bit interested to be like, oh, this is what everyone else is doing. But if you tell them this is what everyone else is doing, 
And if you're not doing it, we're going to tell your neighbors you're not doing it. Then that's how you get Americans to fall in line. Um, and so this is a very interesting study that was done out of Harvard. They said the way that it's most effective, though, is that you need to, to let people know that the majority, and it was over 70 percent, but I think they even pushed it, like, obviously, to use this 90, 98 percent number. But over 70 percent, you had to let people know 70 percent of people are doing this if you're not doing it. They know you're not doing it and you're a bad citizen. And so we saw that play out with uh, the mask wearing and then we saw it play out with the vaccines. I was saying I'm actually friends with uh, Melissa, uh, Melissa McAfee, the actual whistleblower from Pfizer manufacturing. She was saying they all got a letter saying 98 percent of people got vac- are vaccinated at Pfizer needed to get vaccinated. And she was saying in her department, everyone's like, did you get the shot? And they were like, oh, heck no, we didn't get it. So where did this 98% come from? And I worked with attorneys that worked with a lot of the um, airline pilots and airline staff. Same letter was sent out, 98%. So that also has been a lie. And it's interesting that Harvard said it was 70% is the number that you need to then convince people to do something they don't want to do. And how many Americans have been fully vaccinated, Owen? Is it 70%? Yeah, I think think they're even saying it's up to 80 maybe now. I don't believe Uh, that. I live in California. I, I believe it's true for Southern California where I live, but I definitely don't believe that for uh, this country we call America, which is between Southern California and New York City. So, I mean, yeah. I don't think Maybe. it would be I don't think it would be fair to associate my group or, or my social group or whatever with with the, you know, the vaccination rate of the country, because obviously I have like minded people that aren't going to get the vaccine like me. But I mean, even for my, I've got a pretty wide community of friends and, and associates. I mean, it's maybe like 20%, maybe, I mean, maybe. And, and I understand that's going to be low just because of, you know, who I am and who I associate with, but still, uh, there's no way they're up close to 80% nationwide. I talk to people, a lot of people haven't gotten it. That's why they're pushing with the marketing so much. I think for the boosters and everything as, as part of an effort to continue to get as many people vaccinated. Cause I'll talk to people who uh, I'll just like meet at the gym or something. And they'll be like, oh yeah, I just got the first vaccine. This will be like a month ago. And it's like, oh yeah, they just keep talking about boosters. So I just figured I'd go out and get it. So it's like, it's it's not just, I think that was the ash experiment that they ran too, where how many times could you convince somebody to say the wrong thing? But if everybody else was saying it was the right thing to eventually say, okay, they did it with a line experiment, which is the longest line. And they'd have all the group in the control group say that the shorter line was the longer one. And eventually the one guy who wasn't in the control group just started saying the shortest line was the longest one because everybody else was saying it. So it's that same dynamic that they use in marketing. And I guess they're just going to keep lying to push these vaccines. But I mean, when, when is the pushback? I mean, they can't hide the side effects forever. They can't hide the vaccine deaths forever. We saw it with the uh, bird flu or, or whatever other vaccines they rolled out in the 70s. I forget the name of it. Uh, and, and all the backlash from that. When does this, when does this eventually, when do the chickens come home to roost with this vaccine? Because it has to be inevitable. As more and more people come forward and speak the truth, that, that's, I mean, the, the darkness must flee in the light, you know, and that, that's why I'm, I'm thankful for this platform and for what Alex Jones has built um, for over a decade now. Um, because, you know, he's definitely been a beacon of the truth, you know, trying to get the darkness to flee. But now we, you know, it's, it can't just be the, you know, more, um, assertive, more radical voices. It's got to be every, every American, uh, every parent, um, every worker, every policeman, every fireman, every military person coming forward and saying what they have witnessed. 
And so the question is, how come none of this came out in the clinical trial? So uh, I think you're probably familiar with Brooke Jackson. She is the whistleblower from Ventavia, which is the contract resource organization for Pfizer. And they had a thousand patients here in America that were enrolled in the Pfizer phase three trial. And so she filed a federal lawsuit in Texas. And one of the things she stated um, as one of her her claims against Pfizer, it's for false claims for the safety and efficacy. Um, But she says one of the ethical violations is failure to secure informed consent. So they didn't tell patients what the consequences were and unapproved compensation. So I'm going to opine now, which I don't normally do, but you are given compensation to participate in a clinical trial. Your, your, your medical costs are covered, your traveling costs to and from the clinic, clinic, clinic site is covered, um, and you're also given a small compensation for your time. Now, unapproved compensation, to me, I would guess, and being you know, detective here, that some people probably experienced a serious adverse event. Um, maybe it resulted in hospitalization, maybe it resulted in a disability, maybe it resulted in disfigurement, um, such as uh, Gray-Barr syndrome, maybe it resulted in death. And working in the pharma industry, I can tell you probably what happened is if someone was hospitalized or died in the trial, they went to the family or they went to the individual and said, look, this vaccine is very safe. We haven't seen this with anyone else. Um, and we're really sorry this happened, but it's probably something very unique about your, your body, your biological system. So look, we're going to give you this compensation and we're going to be the better person. We'll give you this compensation and let bygones be bygones. You just have to sign this non-disclosure agreement and gag order and never talk about it again. Well, we got so to take a break. I- so hold that thought. I'm going to come. I'm going to come right back and, and come right back to this subject right here. We just got to go to a break because this is it's an interesting perspective that I've kind of talked about, but you're hitting it at a different angle. It's like, yeah, if you're going to be part of a medical experiment, you're supposed to have informed consent and compensation. Everybody who's taken this has not gotten either. Sold out for months, X3 is now back in stock. Ladies and gentlemen, just like our information is game-changing, our products are game-changing, and so many people are deficient in iodine. It's not the soil anymore. Most of it in the ocean is contaminated. But when you get high-quality tri-iodine, all three of the healthy types together, it does amazing things for your stamina, your libido, but most importantly, your immune system. So, X3... The only triiodine on the market, highest grade, is now exclusively available again at 50% off at InfoWarsTore.com. If you've not experienced clean, pure iodine and what it does for your body, it takes about two weeks to kick in on average, you really need to experience X3. For those of you that have tried it and used it, I know you're going to be reordering it, but particularly those that haven't ever tried the product, you need it because it's amazing what it does for your body. It's the good halogen, not the bad halogen, and it funds the info war, a true 360 win. So again, X3, back in stock, 50% off for a limited time. The answer to 1984 is 1776. InfoWars has been banned. Arrested, attacked, and threatened because we are effective. The Great Awakening is here. Go to band.video, download the videos, and share. Support the information war at InfoWarStore.com. And never give up the fight. 
Infowars.com. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, we've got our final segment here with Karen Kingston, who's just doing such great work. She's been traveling the country as well, speaking on the Reawaken America tour, all of this stuff. I want to pick it back up because it's something I think we all kind of consciously thought, but we hadn't really put it together into an intellectual coherent idea or thought. And that's that, hey, if you're going to be part of a medical trial, and this is all from the Nuremberg trial anyway, but if you're going to be part of a medical experiment, you have to have informed consent and there is compensation. And this happens all the time, trying a new drug, trying a new medical procedure. That You know, it happens and you get compensation. Sometimes people die, but that's the risk you take with the informed consent. So, so kind of just re-encapsulate all of this and how really anybody who's taken this COVID vaccine or the mRNA technology, they've been denied informed consent. And, of course, they've been denied compensation, and you were just kind of explaining in the last segment how there's kind of like a back-end compensation, like, oh, you had a side effect, here's some hush money. So for the phase three trials, it appears there may have been some hush money. But as you know, this is an experiment. This is, you know, um, the FDA-approved product for Comirnaty and Moderna. Um, as you know, has not been fully produced. It's this emergency use product, which is the experimental product. But the question is, why did no one get informed consent? And Obama, on December 13th in 2016, under Section 3024 of the Cures Act, not the CARES Act, not the big money that was spent out, the Cures Act. And what it says there is that informed consent does not need to be given to a subject if it's not in the best interest of such human subject. So not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but if this vaccine was, was meant to um, you know, harm, disable, depopulate, reduce the population, maybe the government thinks that wasn't in people's best interest. Say and that, say, is, that say that, hold on, I want, say that for me one more time, the, 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 the words, the verbology from the, the Cures Act about the procedure if it's not beneficial. So in an experiment, human subjects do not need to receive informed consent if it's not in the best interest of such human subjects. And they, I'm just stunned. They put that in an actual, an act? That was passed by our Congress, yeah. So this is, but we, so think about that. That that act was thousands of pages long, long, at least 2,000 pages long. So this is section 3024. And, you know, are our congressmen and women reading every paragraph that they're signing into law no they are not no Should actually they, that, yeah. that sadly it's like it's it, at this point it's like when you get a terms and agreements pulled up when you want to download a new app or go to a website and you just click the box without reading anything that's kind of what our bills and legislation have become now with our politicians and i mean i'm not even it's like i can't even blame them they get thirty thousand pages on their desks to pass in the night it's like what are you going to do well we that process needs to stop there needs to be a, a new process in place so that our Congress doesn't pass laws that allow our government to commit crimes against humanity against American citizens. Like, let's just, yeah, we need a new process. Well, I'll agree with that. And, and that's just stunning stuff. That's like finding a needle in a haystack there with that Cures Act. 
But boy, oh boy, I guess. See, there's always they always have something that they've done in the past to to make whatever they're doing, which would be considered illegal, but consider it legal. So I guess that's it right there. It's like, yeah, these vaccines might have harmed you, but Obama made it legal. Yeah, but there's this thing called the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, right? So and Nuremberg trials. Nuremberg trials. Yeah. But the bottom line, we have the Constitution. Um, so they're not allowed to, uh, you know, commit crimes against uh, humanity, against the American people. You know, um, so the, the thing is also, Dr. Martin's brought this up several times. If, if this is all based on fraud, which it is, um, then, you know, th- there's no grounds for any of this. So, yep. Um, I think that's a big part. So you're, you're talking about how Pfizer won't give up the data or J&J or any, any you know, the government, the FDA won't give up the data, but there's a way around it. Um, if there is a, a lawsuit, uh, specifically like investor fraud, they can subpoena the contract research organizations directly. So that's who Brooke Johnson, she works for Ventavia, which Pfizer contracted. And so whether it's J&J, Pfizer, CureVac, Novavax, or um, Moderna, uh, they all worked globally with a company called Technical Resources uh, International. So if there is a global lawsuit, um, they can go directly to Technical Resources International. They're in Bethesda, Maryland, right down the road from the FDA. Um, and they should be able to get that data from uh, global participants. Keep in mind, 85% of the participants in the Pfizer USA study for phase three were not in the U.S. They were outside the U.S. They were in South Africa, Australia, Turkey, and I believe it was Brazil or Argentina. I don't remember the last one, but it was somewhere in South America. So, yeah, so our U.S. studies weren't even done in the U.S. You know, maybe that's maybe that's kind of like the curveball or the end around we could take against these big va- vaccine manufacturers is yep. investor fraud. Because if you look at this, and I, and I remember I had a friend of mine and some other people kind of clue me in on this too, but one like, it was so amazing how he nailed it. But he basically said, he's like, hey, look, and I don't, I don't dabble in the stock market. He likes to, but he says, hey, look, the, the vaccine companies, their stocks are about to tank. He told me that like right as they started to go down. And so maybe that's the move is, hey, there's investor fraud here. You called the vaccine safe and effective. You fund the politicians that did it. You fund the media that did it. It turns out they aren't safe and effective. I invested in your company assuming they'd be safe and effective and this would be a good thing for the planet. It wasn't. Maybe that's the end around nobody's really seeing. Maybe it's a investor fraud case. Yeah, it, I think it is. And so Brooke Jackson, I know she's speaking with Wall Street. Um, the Technical Resources uh, International, that's like Ventavia, um, but for the globe. So instead of a thousand patients, you'll have access to hundreds of thousands of patients who are enrolled in these nefarious um, trials. Um, so I, I agree with you. I think that's, a, someone asked me like, how do we reach people? I said, well, women don't mess with our children and you're gonna get the mama bear and the mama wolf to come out. Men don't mess with their wallet. That simple. Yeah, that's, you know what? Or just people need to have their general survival instincts kick back in, but maybe we're, maybe we're wishing but, there. I agree with you, but I'm saying if you, you know what I mean, there's, no, seeing the mom, I mean, seeing the energy of some of the mothers coming at these school boards with the mass mandates. And, and I mean, it's really been because it's hard. I mean, you know, they know we people know about a woman's scorn. OK, so you go after their children. It's not going to be pretty. But uh, this is just this just came from CNBC. And uh, we've got a couple minutes left with you here. So I want you to respond to this and then anything else you want to discuss before we let you go. CDC says waiting longer between Pfizer and Moderna doses 
may reduce may reduce rare myocarditis risk for men. So, so okay, so much to unpack here. First of all, they said there was no risk of myocarditis. Now they're saying it's rare. What's next? It's common. When is that going to be a month? Is there any other drug or vaccine or anything like this where, oh, just take this vaccine, just take this vaccine, oh, take a cocktail of them. It, it's What? That doesn't seem to make any sense for me either. But now they're saying, yeah, it doesn't matter if you wait or how many, you're going to basically have a risk of a heart attack if you take these vaccines. I mean, these are incredible admissions that they denied just months ago. What's ironic is they're denying it, but in their own FDA documents for Pfizer and the FDA, I mean, they say myocarditis is a risk. It's an actual, the actual approval, the biological license application approval. It says known risks, um, myocarditis and anaphylaxis and pericarditis. It says unknown, it says missing information. Guess what the missing information is, Owen? I'm not vaccine sure. Effectiveness. It's vaccine effectiveness. They don't know if it does anything for benefit, but they do know it causes myocarditis. Oh, yeah. Hey, we made this vaccine for COVID. Well, how does it do for COVID? We're not sure, but it does a good job giving you a heart attack. Yep. And also we know that it causes VADES, vaccine-associated enhanced disease syndrome, and um, enhanced respiratory. So the vaccine for a respiratory virus enhances respiratory disease. That's also in the approval. But keep in mind, October 22nd, 2020, the FDA met with CBER, the Chemical Biological Evaluations uh, and, and Research Division of the FDA, to talk about the mRNA vaccines being rolled out under emergency use authorization and how they were going to monitor for side effects. I believe it's slide 17 lists the side effects, including myocarditis, pericarditis, thrombocytopenia, which is blood clots throughout your entire body. Um, or sorry, thrombosis, thrombocytopenia, which is wiping out the blood clots, um, death, uh, paralysis. And that was uh, and so- October 2020, I believe. So they knew it before the rollout of the vaccine. So that is a violation of 21 uh, Code of Federal Regulations 312.42B1 and B2, um, uh, B22. And what it means is that you cannot expose subjects to unreasonable or significant risk of illness or injury. What they did was a crime. They knew they were exposing the global population, the U.S. population, to unnecessary risk for illness or injury for a bad cold with a a case fatality rate of 0.1%. So right then and there, they should have never moved forward with the trials. Um, And there's even more violations with the children. And the fact that they authorized it for 16 to 17 year olds, there's a huge, they approved it. There's huge precedent for a lawsuit for a company to go after them. Yeah, it's Um, time to go after the criminals that have done this to us. And it's not going to be a fun journey, but we've got to do it to save this planet and the children. Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lives. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into InfoWars.com because truth is absolutely paramount. 
The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Folks, we all take InfoWars for granted, myself included. And it's because of great guests like that, and it's because of our great audience of activists and intellectuals and elites that, that want to see humanity prosper and thrive with, with a free market, freedom, pro-human system on this planet. It's why InfoWars is so important. And so you want to keep InfoWars on air, you shop at InfoWarsStore.com. But you know what? If you don't want to shop at InfoWarsStore.com or, or maybe you, you just can't put it into the budget right now with the Biden inflation and the Biden economy, what about telling friends and family about the broadcast? You know, I had a good friend of mine who reached out to me, I guess it was Monday, and said, hey, I'm telling my friend about your broadcast today. You know, try to be extra sharp. And then she sent me a follow-up yesterday saying, my friend is addicted to your broadcast now. Great job. I, I had my mom send me a message. Say, hey, I'm telling people are asking all these questions about COVID and this stuff. I'm sending them your show. So, you know, she's, she's more like, Hey, try to keep it clean. Don't curse as much, you know, be a good boy. Uh, so I'm trying my best, but that's just as important as the funding. We need the funding to operate things and keep the great crew here employed so that, and, 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 you know, not just making minimum wage. And then we need the word of mouth because I am banned everywhere. I, I, I mean, this show is banned everywhere. So we need your word of mouth. We need you to share the direct URLs to band.video or futurenews.news or the ones that we've had in the past and the ones that we'll have in the future. And look at this. The Freedom Convoy is rolling through Las Vegas right now. I tell you, let me tell you this. Nothing, nothing makes me feel better. Nothing makes me feel like we're the the action that we need to take with the with the people and just getting the people activated and engaged then I mean folks we we've been doing bridge flag waves and sign holds and banner drops since I've been here for 6 years and it wasn't really something you'd see it wasn't really something that would get a lot of people to show up and then and then we started doing it and now I'm seeing it everywhere and the fact, and that's what I'm saying is people call in with all these great ideas and I, I love you for it, but it's like, you have to be history's actor. Now you can't call into Infowars and say, Hey, you guys should do a banner drop and a sign hold above the bridge as the freedom convoy is going through it. No, you need to do that. And you've done it and you've had a major victory. So big shout out to the freedom convoy. Again, I, I'm not involved in organizing the Freedom Convoy. We've done convoys in the past, okay? And now others are doing convoys. That's awesome. But look at that InfoWars arrest Fauci sign banner drop as you see dozens of American flags waving as the Freedom Convoy rides through Las Vegas. Wow. I'll tell you, that is a big shout out to whoever it is that dropped that banner. We love you for it. By the way, we do sell flags at InfoWarsStore.com. We sell American flags. 
Uh, we sell Don't Tread on Me flags. We sell all kinds of flags. That's just part of the part of the fun over at InfoWarsStore.com. So if you like supplements, we have the best supplements. Highest quality, best price, including 50% off. In fact, I've been a little lethargic today. For some reason, I've just been lethargic. So I decided to do a packet of Turbo Force, but actually I didn't do the full packet. I did a half packet because I don't want to be, uh, I don't I don't feel like being up all night. I mean, seriously, folks, Turbo Force, for me, 10 hours of energy, like strong, 10 hours strong. And it's not like there's a big come down or anything like that. But I mean, it's it's 10 hours, you're, you're rearing to go. It's 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com right now, Turbo Force. If you drink energy drinks, folks, they're most likely unhealthy for you, probably killing you. Put the energy drink away. Get a box of Turbo Force from InfoWarsStore.com, 50% off. So Justin Trudeau has revoked his Emergency Powers Act in Ottawa, in Canada, but they've already engaged in the terrorist, fascistic, authoritarian activities of disappearing their political opposition, freezing their bank accounts, arresting them, separating their families, taking their food. It's all happened. But it's amazing how yesterday he says, yeah, we may have to keep the Emergencies Act for a couple months and I said, yeah, it'll probably be forever. And then today he revokes it. So I'm glad to be wrong on that. We'll see if that lasts. And then what will be the response from Joe Biden and the Democrats as the U.S. Freedom Convoy descends to Washington, D.C.? I do suspect Biden will declare a state of emergency as the National Guard is moving in. But I'll get back to that coming up because we have a guest with us now. Rhonda Kennedy is running for Congress out uh, in in the California area. She's trying to turn it back into California, running against one of the scumbag Democrats out there. Uh, So, Rhonda, tell us why you want to run for office as you join us here on the InfoWars War Room. The Democrat Party, particularly Adam Schiff, who pretends like he cares about the community and yet he lies every chance that he gets. Um, These Democrat liberal policies usually start in California and spread across the rest of the country. I mean, we did the the mail-in ballots, the CRT training in school, the teaching sex ed to kindergartners. That's all started in California. And I'm a mom of six, including nine-year-old triplets, and I need them to grow up in an America that I remember not in a commune America. You know, it's it's a funny thing. You grow up, you constantly hear the old saying of back in my day or, you know, and I'm a, and you think, oh, that's never going to be me. But it kind of is. And it's a different thing now. I mean, so many freedoms, so many parts of life, so many comforts just aren't here now. And you wonder what it, what are what are the future generations of Americans going to be missing out on that, that we took for granted that we don't even realize. And you just laid it out so succinctly. Really, all of this stuff has started in California. Even with some of the political corruption, I mean, the person you're running against, Adam Schiff, I mean, how many times did he say, I have proof of Russian collusion, I have the proof, years later, still no proof. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, how does Adam Schiff even ever win an election, though? I mean, that guy? 
Well, uh, according to the Democrats, he must use his well my, um, his white male privilege to continue to stay in office. But <laughs> you know, he he lies. He just he lies to the voters. He lies to the American people. And the first thing he does is, you know, he wants to blame everything on Trump. I mean, you know, he's been in office um, for a very long time before there was a President Trump. But his go-to is Trump, 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 Trump. He just sent out, when I declared, Adam Schiff sent a fundraising email to his biggest donors saying that I, that, you know, I'm a far-right Republican Trump supporter. Um, and that's all he has. Um, so Adam Schiff's days are numbered because I'm very popular in California amongst Democrats and Republicans, and I, I'm Adam Schiff's worst nightmare. Well, let me tell you, if you unseat Adam Schiff, I'll pop a bottle of champagne that that pencil neck is no longer in office. But, you know, I, I'm noticing something. You've got you've got six kids. You're you're obviously a dedicated mother. I've seen this before, though. There's other women that have kids that are in there now, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert. Uh, you're running. I, I know that there's other women with kids that are running. What is it about that? Are, are, is this your motherly instincts that are kicking in saying, hey, I, you know what? I've got to save my country for my kids now, too. It's not just about raising them. Now I've got to save my country for them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a mama bear, and my first instinct is to protect my children. Um, I have children. I have grandchildren. And I'm a constitutionalist. And, you know, the Constitution needs to be around to protect them, protect their rights, protect their freedoms. I mean, I just won um, in the U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals on gun rights because I want my kids to be able to freely shoot. I mean, all my kids know how to shoot, even my nine-year-old. And, and so I need to protect the Constitution. I need to protect this country so that my kids uh, will have the freedom. They're not going to be locked up in, in, in camps somewhere um, in the near future. They can enjoy their freedoms. You can follow her on Twitter at Rhonda Four, the number four Congress, Rhonda Four Congress. Her website, RhondaKennedy.com. Folks, if you're sh uh, if you're sick of Adam Schiff, uh, Rhonda is the answer. How is the campaign going for you? You say you're popular among Democrats and Republicans. Are you a boots on the ground type of person? Are you doing TV and radio? What's uh, what's kind of your strategy right now? Well, I'm boots on the ground, and I'm, I'm known as the, the attorney fighter in California. So when, when the lockdown first happened, um, they took our, you know, closed the gun stores, taking our gun rights. And I filed a federal lawsuit that forced the gun stores back open. Uh, I'm the only attorney uh, in California that actually beat the closure orders for um, eight businesses, including cronies and in Agora Hills. So I was able to keep those businesses open during COVID, even though the county of Ventura sued them because they refused to close. Uh, the county ended up dismissing their lawsuits. I forced their lawsuits to be dismissed. And my my clients stayed open, no fines, no penalties. They have their health permit. Um, so I'm known in the state to be that attorney that fights and push back against these uh, closures and the mandates. Now we have the vaccine mandates and I get so many calls. I, I literally probably get 100 calls a week from people in California wanting to um, hire me to, to fight against these mandates. Um, the, tr the convoy, the, the trucker convoy that's on its way to DC right now, those organizers called me and put me on retainer to <laughs> be, <a laughs> it looks like an alien. I know, I know, my crew does that to me too. They put Adam Schiff on the screen looking like an airhead while you're trying to do a serious, uh, you know, a serious monologue. And then all of a sudden Adam Schiff as an airhead is on, I know, but uh, Rod, I know. 
looks like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But really you know what? Like I'm not alien. convinced, though. Are we sure that's an edited photo of Adam Schiff? I don't, you know, I think it's a real photo. It might be. I, I'm not sure. I but just, so this is incredible, though. I mean, that's really, so you've already got basically some some local notoriety, some name recognition because of the fight back that you've pushed against the mandate. So that's a great way to start. So So is this kind of like you went from, hey, I'll, I'll fight it, with with my attorney skills and in the courtroom to now wanting to get into Congress and fight it at a different level? Yes, absolutely, because that's where we need to stop it at. I mean, you know, I can only do so much one case at a time. However, in Congress, I can stop these, you know, these tyrannical mandates before they even reach California. I can stop them in Washington. Um, it's, it's terrifying. Even the closure orders, uh, they made it a crime, a misdemeanor crime to leave <laughs> close counts with their kind to leave. Yeah, I, the no, county. I told my crew to knock it off. You're trying to answer a question. <laughs> I, know. I, I get it. I Adam Schiff is a freak. All right. Let's get back. to. The <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's my new screensaver. Um, but no. So it was it was terrifying because they made it a misdemeanor crime to leave the county and go purchase another gun, you know, purchase a gun in another county. And and so it, they hid it in the orders. But of course, I read the orders and I, I pointed it out to them. So they changed it. They quickly changed it. But if we don't, you know, guard dog and watch the government, I mean, they put some pretty um, restrictive things in and people just sleep through it until their rights are taken away. And they're like, oh, well, how did that happen? It's because nobody did anything. So, um, you know, I think I can I can stop it in Congress. Um, I'm not I'm not a pushover. I'm, I would have a fill day with AOC and her squad. Um, they, they would definitely meet their match there. And so. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to stop it in Congress before it reaches California. You know, I love to hear that. And that's really what we need. We need fighters in the Republican Party. Not I, what I call them is Republican squishies because they're just like squishy toys. You just little squishies. We need non-squishies like Rhonda Kennedy. Uh, Rhonda, we're going to take a break here momentarily. Come come back on the other side of this break, uh, and I want you to just quickly talk about the U.S. convoy that's heading to D.C. right now because you had mentioned they reach out to you for your uh, legal skills. So I want to know what you think about the U.S. convoy heading to D.C. And then also, uh, when we come back, we'll let people know how they can support Rhonda Kennedy. Folks, if you're sick of Adam Schiff, and I'm sure you are, everybody is, uh, except for the comedic value he offers. Uh, we're all sick of him. Rhonda Kennedy is the answer. She's running against him in California. She'll be right back with us on the other side. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation, Great Reset Combine, trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their, their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. And that's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and Bandot video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. 
It was almost 15 years ago that I released my seminal film, Endgame Blueprint for Global Enslavement. And in that documentary, I predicted the globalists would establish world government by releasing a virus, demanding that there be worldwide lockdowns, and then triggering a collapse of our industrial society. And now they've done it. How did I know they would do it? Because they wrote books and white papers, and many of their own reports and internal meetings were leaked. You see, then I was tracking the Bilderberg Group, whose head at the time was Klaus Schwab. And our sources inside were confirming to us that they were indeed planning to launch this great reset. Well, we're now living in it. The purposeful collapse of the third world and the first world. On its ashes, a tyrannical corporate world government. The total censorship, no due process, destruction of the family, and then incrementally more and more deadly injections of poison masquerading as vaccines to poison us and depopulate us. This is what InfoWars is fighting. We're fighting for the... Infowars.com forward slash show. Rhonda Kennedy with us, rondakennedy.com or on Twitter at Rhonda, the number four Congress. And if you want Schiff out of office, she's the answer. A mother, a successful attorney. She was one of the first fighting the mandates in California successfully. And uh, she's with us for a little bit longer here because you were mentioning that the D.C. Freedom Convoy had reached out to you, I guess, maybe for some legal advice. Uh, so so quickly, what, what are your thoughts on the D.C. Freedom Convoy and, and what advice would you give them as they head to the nation's capital? Well, <laughs> um, I'm proud of them. And, um, you know, more Americans should follow suit. Um, if we did this, you know, when the mandates first started, we may not be where we are right now. Um, but, you know, people sit around and don't fight and don't do anything. And then they just wait for, you know, the, the 5% that actually does fight. And then they wonder why we're in the situation we're in. So I'm proud of them. Um, I gave them my advice. They're my, they have my cell phone number on speed dial just in case anything happens. We won't give anything away to the, <laughs> to the authorities of what our plans are. But, um, yeah, we're, we're ready for them. I mean, they're exercising their First Amendment right. Unlike Canada, we have a constitution that protects us. And this is this is a, the first First Amendment. It's an exercise of their First Amendment. And um, as long as they're they're doing that um, in an orally fashion, they'll be fine. You know, and one of the things I'd like to say too here for people that might be listening, because we do have an audience in California. If you're in Schiff's district right now, which will hopefully be Rhonda's uh, the next calendar year, you know, because. We need to have boots on the ground, and it needs to be not just Rhonda. Because I think people going door-to-door or going to a grocery store or something, even though you're going to deal with a lot of failure, it's kind of like when you do a man-on-the-streets interview, you deal with a lot of failure. You just have to accept that and just write that off and just go for the victories. I guarantee you there's people sitting in Schiff's district in California that are never going to even know when the voting comes and passes, not going to know who's running against him or anything, and it's just going to be another Schiff sitting in Congress because people didn't get organized, didn't get active, and didn't get informed, you go, you find the voters, and you say, hey, you want to get Schiff out of office? They'll probably say, yeah, I'm sick of this guy, but uh, you know, I don't know anything. Who's running? How do I vote? 
Tell them, here's who's running. Here's how you vote. Make them feel like they're part of the winning team. Make them feel like they're going to have a, a chance to, to change the tide because that's so much of the voter apathy that you can turn around just by getting people energized and feeling like they're on the winning team again. Yeah, absolutely. And believe it or not, you know, we're all Americans. You know, we have we have Republicans, we have Democrats. And a lot of people, a lot of Republicans just write California off, which is wrong because, like I said before, everything starts here in California. And then the rest of the country, they don't complain about it until our liberal policies reach their state. And then they're like, well, where did this come from? What CRT? What's this? Like, yeah, they've been doing it in California for the last year and a half. But the rest of the country has been been sleeping and they just write California off. California is winnable. I can win this district against Adam Schiff. It's a prime target for us to start picking off seats in California because Californians are sick of the mandate. That's why they they just opened our state back up. Why? Because polling shows that they're losing their base because of the mandates and the masking and the vaccine passports. I mean, vaccine passports. You go into a restaurant and they ask you, are you vaccinated? None of your business. It's none of your business if I'm vaccinated or not. Um, and so, you know, California is really California, just like you said. It's it's like a third world country. And let's not forget about all the crime. I mean, L.A. County reminds me of Gotham City with all of the crime that goes on there. Yeah, I mean, some of our leaders now look like they came right out of the evil characters of Gotham City. Uh, Adam Ship is kind of one of them. He's not the worst of them, like a Lori Lightfoot. But uh, he, he's up there. Uh, Rhonda Kennedy, uh, best of luck. Godspeed. Our prayers are with you. RhondaKennedy.com is where you can find information, volunteer, donate, or on Twitter, Rhonda for Congress. Uh, Rhonda, great to have you on today. And uh, I hope you can unseat that clown, Adam Schiff. Thank you. All right, there goes Rhonda. And folks, you know what they say if it's Schiff, Flush it. All right. Uh, I've got a ton of news still to cover with the final two segments. I've got a ton of video clips, and it's just the same story every day. I don't have enough time. So I'm going to do my best to focus and do this. But um, let me just hit a couple things here real quick, and let me kind of move some, shuffle some things to get some things out of my way on my desk. Uh, By the way, I dropped the ball. Okay, I forgot to upload or I forgot to tell the crew to upload the Marjorie Taylor Greene interview from Sunday night. And so we've been sitting on that. We are definitely uploading that today or it it should have been uploaded already. In fact, guys, will you see I'm just going to I'm just going to do this on air because just guys, I sent a, a, a message to Zach this morning with a title. Will somebody find out if he's uploaded it or not or if he's planning on because I never heard back from him and if and if he's not in today or not going to do it, can we just have someone from from our crew just go ahead and upload it? So we're going to get the Marjorie Taylor Greene video up tonight uh, one way or the other. Uh, the full 30-minute interview will be up tonight. Yeah, it hasn't gone up yet, so I don't know. Maybe uh, I sent it to one of our usual guys that edits and uploads. I think he might not be in today. So... Uh, Guys, let's just figure out what we need to do to get that uploaded, and I'll forward you the title that I sent to him earlier. Um, So we're going to get the full Marjorie Taylor Greene interview that I did with her out tonight for sure. 
Also, I, I was going to cover this, and it's some breaking news right now. If you guys want to search like Russian airspace or Russian no-fly. So what it looked like was going to happen, because the U.S. has done this in the past to start wars, it looked like the U.S. or NATO, rather, it's you know one and the same in many ways, globalist fronts, as far as foreign policy is concerned, was going to declare a no-fly zone over Ukraine or over eastern Ukraine. And then if there was a Russian plane or something, they were just going to shoot it down or have some sort of a, 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 an issue like that to start a, a, a further hot kinetic war in the region. Well, now Putin, it seems, I'm telling you, say whatever you want about Putin. Like you had, what's the guy's name? Lawrence, Joe Lawrence. What's that, that psychotic's name from MSNBC? Lawrence O'Donnell, who, was, who did a whole segment and a whole dissertation on how dumb Putin is. Imagine Lawrence O'Donnell, a, a, a class A moron, talking about how dumb and unintellectual Putin is. Dude, Putin could run intellectual laps around you. He speaks multiple languages. Please give me a break. And so Putin, I'm telling you, like, he's one step ahead of these globalists with every move. I mean, he, he's like the Donald Trump on foreign policy right now, how Trump would be one step ahead of the Democrats on many things. So Putin has now declared a no-fly zone. <laughs> Let me tell you, this guy is pissing off the globalists and NATO and that's why they hate him, folks. He's one step ahead of them. He has the moral high ground. You can say Putin is the bad guy and point to many evidence factors for that. He still has the moral high ground over Biden, and it's not even close. And, and most of these other Western leaders and media, too. So it looks like Putin one step ahead of them again, trying to avoid war. With the world awakening, I think what's important that we rise the momentum right now, take advantage of this moment. And I've always an idea that something everybody can do, that every listener can do. I think it'd be powerful and effective for us to, uh, you know, hang banners over highways. Imagine a giant banner in LA or Atlanta that says, Alex Jones is right, Infowars.com, or we stand with the truckers, arrest routes, or whatever. Brother, I'm so glad you called to elaborate on this. Yes, now is the time in your small town or your big city to write something on the bathroom wall or to put a sticker on your car or banner hangs over highways and it will be a chain reaction. What do you recommend people say on these banner hangs? I have a few ideas. First of all, arrest out, arrest while swap. The vaccine is poison. There's tons of things. I say just keep it short, keep it concise. No, I agree. Arrest Fauci, arrest Bill Gates. The COVID vax is poison. Beautiful. Yeah, there's ways that we could all be involved and we could all be affected. So that's what I'm calling about. God bless you, Chris, in Atlanta. I really, really appreciate you calling us today. Thank you so much. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. The American way of life is under attack. This is the War Room. Wow, the Freedom Convoy is building quickly. <laughs> you tyrants, you really thought you could conquer the free people of this planet? You really thought we'd just lay down and die? You know what? We might seem pathetic to you because we don't have millions or billions of dollars and all we have is maybe a small piece of property or a home or a family or a 
uh, a modest a modest job, nice modest car. But I'll tell you, we will leverage everything we have against you. We will combine our forces and we will crush you. The World Economic Forum will not conquer the world. The meek will inherit the earth. And it, it, it's, it's the humble Americans, it's the salt of the earth that, that has now been inspired by Canada to start our own convoy. And it is, I mean, it's on, folks. It is on. So there were questions about how this would go or whether it would go. It's going. And I'm impressed at what I'm seeing so far. This is going to this is going to crescendo into D.C. in a couple of weeks now, or I guess in less than two weeks now. Oh, boy. So the standoff continues. But what does it really represent? Because you could say, hey, Owen, you're in Texas. You're not dealing with mandates. You don't wear a mask. Nobody asks about your vaccine status. Why do you care? Because even though I might be more fortunate to live in Texas than California at this point, it'll eventually come here if it happens there. So, so we stand with and we salute this freedom convoy. And you know what? Yeah, any political activism is risky right now for multiple reasons. But we just, we just ask for God's guidance. We just ask for God's wisdom and protection. We just do the right thing. We just stay true to ourselves and our cause and remain peaceful. As long as we can, I guess. And we will continue to change hearts and minds, and that's where the real victory is going to come. And so it's all about promoting that freedom is the winning team. But, you know, I guess these liberal leftists, because let's be honest, with freedom comes responsibility. What's the old Spider-Man line with great Ability comes great responsibility. I think I'm butchering it, but something along those lines. Well, that's that's freedom. So yeah, with great freedom comes great responsibility. A lot of people don't want to handle that. A lot of people don't want that. So that's fine. You go live in a hole. You go live in Klaus Schwab's pod and eat the bugs. No problem with us. We're going to live free. We can handle the responsibilities and potential consequences of freedom. We want that. That's what our ancestors fought and died for. Thank you very much. We'll take our risky freedom over your safe slavery. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a news blitz right now, and then I'm going to try to come back and play all these video clips. So let me just try to get as much of this news off my desk as possible. National Guard will help D.C. control traffic for truck convoys. Oh, so now they want the National Guard. January 6th, it stood down, but now they want it. That's nice. Again, Trudeau has revoked the Emergency Powers Act. You know, let me just do this as we're on the topic. Guys, just, just roll the B-roll of, let me find the clip here, clip six. Just, just roll the B-roll, it's fine. CBC, that's the Canadian Broadcasting Company's van, slid off the road and got stuck in a ditch while they were covering the Freedom Convoy. Now, obviously, um, the CBC has lied about the convoy. They've... They've, they've tried to hurt the convoy. They've been part of ratting out the convoy. And so even though the CBC's van got stuck in a ditch, guess what? A matter, a member of the Freedom Convoy took their truck. His name's Tyson Garneau. 
who had a defund the CBC hat on, so no fan of the CBC, and he pulled them out of the ditch, and he said he would never leave anyone stuck alone like that. See, that's, that's, that's the makeup of the people that are in the Freedom Convoy worldwide. We don't want to do harm to you. Believe me, if we wanted to do harm to you, it'd already be on. We don't want to do harm to you. We just want you to leave us alone. And so I'll give a credit to Ashley Burke and some of the other CBC reporters that, that gave a big tip of the cap to Tyson Garneau for being a good person. Yeah, that's who the Freedom Convoy people are. That's who the truckers are. That's who the Freedom Fighters are. We're the good people. We're the people you want to be your neighbors. We're the people you want to share dinner with and, and block parties and have kids at the same school. Us. We're the ones that are going to help you, pull you out of that ditch, even though you tried to destroy us and hate us. We're still going to be the ones that reach out that arm and say, come with us, we'll help you. All right, moving on. Or, or I guess let me just continue with this then. Capitol fence going up ahead of Biden's State of the Union, so they built another, it's, it's basically a permanent fence now. They just don't want you anywhere near their mob, mafia, gangster activities there at the Capitol. So they're just building walls all the time. You can't have one at your southern border, but they're building them in D.C. When will Biden declare the state of emergency? I'm predicting next week. We'll see. Uh, they're bringing the National Guard in. Folks, by the way, I, uh, I, I don't want to pick out any individual that's been a political prisoner, and I don't want to show bias. Obviously, I know Joe Biggs. I'd consider him a friend. And he continues to rot away in a prison cell. And, and it's, it's hard to even think about. I've been there for obviously a small spell compared to what he's had to deal with. But uh, it, just, it just breaks my heart, not for Joe Biggs alone, but for, for all of them. And so I've tried to do as much coverage as I possibly can on this situation um, while considering my legal battle and, 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 and having that in mind throughout my coverage also not wanting to be biased towards any individual, but um, it's not been good for Joe. And so he needs our prayers and, and he needs to know that we still love him and we haven't forgot about him. And um, he's going to be transferred from Florida to D.C. soon. And so a support Joe Biggs rally has been organized. Patriots are going to rally in support of January 6th political prisoner Joe Biggs outside John E. Polk Correctional Facility in Sanford, Florida, at 10 a.m. on Thursday, February 24th. So that is tomorrow morning, as being reported here in National File, is where I'm reading this off of. So uh, if you want to stand in support of Joe Biggs, let him know we haven't forgot about him. We still love him. He probably needs that, as well as all the other political prisoners of the Democrats right now. Really just heartbreaking stuff, man. Really just, I, I just... Because it's it's kind of a it's a it's a it's a tug of war in me where I'm obviously glad it's not me that's rotting away in a prison cell like Joe Biggs, but then I'm upset that there isn't more of a commitment to have these political prisoners freed from jail, including from myself. I'm a selfish person, so. You know, it's just it's just sad. And I, I talk about it actually with Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're going to upload the interview, as I said, 
uh, later tonight. I, I talked about it with her, like, what can we do about these political prisoners? And, uh, well, you can see her answer uh, when we upload that later. By the way, what was I talking about two weeks ago with the Trump indictments and deposition in New York coming? I said, there's no way, there's no way that the Attorney General of New York has the balls. She is a lady, but that doesn't mean anything these days. Anybody can be anybody, unless it's uh, skin color. I guess you can't, that's not a spectrum, but gender is. Nonetheless, I said, there is no way the Attorney General has the balls or anyone has the balls to depose Donald Trump because everybody knows that he's innocent and they would ultimately be embarrassed. So, they passed it down to prosecutors underneath the attorney general, and they have now resigned. Two prosecutors leading the New York Trump inquiry resign, clouding the case's future. There was no case. It was always fake. And now prosecutors are dropping out because they don't want to embarrass themselves. I've been on air more than 25 years. And long before I started selling high-quality vitamin D3 eight years ago, I've been promoting people taking vitamin D3 because it is essential. And if you're not getting sunshine every single day, whether you're black or white or Hispanic, it doesn't matter. Your body will be susceptible and wide open to so many of the threats that are out there. It's just like you need oxygen, you die in four minutes without oxygen. You die in five or six days without water, you die in a month without food. Well, that's because these key minerals and elements and vitamins are in the food that you need. And one of the most important for your immune system and your overall health is vitamin D3. We have the highest quality in winter sun with vitamin K that boosts all your body's defenses available right now for 50% off at InfoWarStore.com. Everybody, old, young, black, white, you need vitamin D3. This is the best quality out there and it funds the InfoWar 50% off. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation Great Reset Combine trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their, their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. And that's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Final segment of the fastest three hours on the internet. It's the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWars Store. Dot com. Big new specials just launched at InfoWarsStore.com. We've just dropped some of our top-selling, top-rated supplements to 50% off. 50% off top-rated, top-selling supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. All right, I got a lot to get to here in the final segment. So let me just start digging and pile-driving. World Economic Forum, dethroning cash as king. 
How digital payments are enabling a shift away from the cash economy. Boy, wouldn't they love that. Now, why would they love that so much? Oh, that's right, because then they can freeze your bank account and there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, your card doesn't work. Sorry. How digital payments are enabling a shift away from the cash economy. World Economic Forum. Yeah, they want a, a worldwide digital global currency that they control based off a social credit system that they control. And if you're not a good slave, you cannot participate in the planet. That's the future if freedom doesn't win. If COVID mandates win, if, if, I mean, you just, you know all the issues. And then I have this clip. Let's go to clip 10, Canada Bankers Association announcing the digital ID passport. Canada is on the cusp of a revolutionary innovation that will transform the way Canadians authenticate themselves online and protect their identity. Digital ID. All of us are living in a digital world but we're tethered to an analog model of how we identify ourselves. Memorizing countless online passwords, carrying government-issued licenses, plastic cards, and more. Digital ID is a way for Canadians to identify themselves All right. to government. You get the idea. Alex Jones, 20 years ago, they are going to have a biological weapons release to bring in a digital ID. Shut up, conspiracy theorists. Ban him off all the big tech platforms. Now they just ban. Now they just brag. We're bringing in a digital ID, a digital currency, and we released a virus to do it. But don't worry, we erased Alex Jones off the internet, so <laughs> that pesky info wars won't be a problem for us. What is going on here? Two Black Hawk helicopters crash in Utah. Two. Four dead in helicopter crash at U.S. Navy facility in Hawaii. Hmm. I guess uh, nothing to see here type of thing with that uh, again folks infowars has just published our own story on the story i covered earlier about moderna's patent being in the virus covid spike protein contains dna sequence patented by moderna three years before pandemic uh, began scientists discover is the headline at infowarsstore.com the sars cov2 spike protein contains dna sequence identical to a genetic code patented by pharmaceutical company moderna three years before the covid pandemic emerged but I'm sure nothing to see there either. You've got NPR admitting none of the vaccines work. So why not take four? Why not take five? Why not take 10? They don't work anyway. So they may kill you, but it's fun. We love Russian vaccine roulette. Queen, okay. So there were three or four days ago, they announced Queen Elizabeth has COVID. She insists she's fine. She can continue her daily activities. Then she isn't seen for some days. Then they release a video saying, oh, she's fine. And she's taking ivermectin. Oh, ivermectin. Isn't that funny? The queen taking ivermectin. I guess ivermectin is only for the elites, not us peasants. Well, then there was a U.S. Hollywood reporter who claims to have a source inside the royal family. Yeah, there's your ivermectin for the queen. That's told him the queen is dead. So that report came out. Then there's been follow-up reports saying, no, Queen Elizabeth is not dead. Except that she is yet to be seen for some days. And the Hollywood reporter is not changing the story. He's standing by it. He's saying, no, it's true. So 
I, I don't know what's going on. I just thought you might want to know about that little tit for tat going on with the queen. All right, let's look at what's going on in some of these classrooms here quickly. Guys, let's start with clip four. Here is yet another child being dragged out of a classroom for not wearing a mask in clip four. Look at this. So, so there you go. I mean, it's just total clown world behavior. It's just ridiculous. And then the whole class is laughing as he gets kicked out for not wearing the mask. And so now you have this other school in Illinois where the people that don't want to wear a mask are forced to quarantine and they're sitting in the gym and they're talking to the, uh, I guess, you know, the principal or something at the school. And one of the students asks a question and you can tell he probably isn't normally outspoken, maybe not the most popular kid in school. I mean, I don't know, but you can tell he's kind of like maybe rising to an occasion for the first time. And he just nails it, hits it out of the park. And another individual is filming, and you can tell maybe he's kind of just neutral on the thing, but sick of the mask and everything, and he hears the guy talk, and then he gets excited. So this is what's going on in schools. You know, you you liberal totalitarians, you don't realize you're creating an entire generation of freedom-loving conservatives and patriots with with your tyranny that, that just instinctually people reject at a young age. Uh, here's that video. You can't use it off of Prisker's mandate because that was ruled unconstitutional and void. And you can't use it off the Illinois Department of Public Health because it's also overturned. So it's just, is it just the school's decision to make every single student yeah. quarantine and wear a mask? And if so, we should all have our day in court to represent why we need to wear a mask and give us our due process. Absolutely. Instead of just assuming we're guilty and masking every child in the school, you need to give us our day in court and explain to us why we need to quarantine and wear a mask around individuals. Amen. Step up, step up and be a leader. You're seeing a lot of young students fill that role. You love to see it. But then there's what the liberal teachers are doing to your kids in the classroom. Here's what I want you to notice. And and yes, it's about them sexualizing your kids. Yes, it's about them. I mean, it's it's basically psychological rape, uh, sexual psychological rape. And they want to make it all about sex and all about genitalia. But really, it's, it's really it's all about them. At the end of the day, it's all about them, the leftists, the liberal. It's not about the kids. It's not about the education. It's all about them. Listen to this liberal teacher bragging about how she indoctrinates her students sexually in the classroom. I am an out teacher at my school, out as both bisexual and I, trans. I, and I, me, me, me. All right, pause it, pause it. I'm sorry. I Again, just, just notice how many times. It's all about her. It's not even about sexual inclusiveness or acceptance or any of that. It's, no, it's all about them. They want everything to be about them. They want everything built around them. It's just me, me, I, I, I. You're a teacher. It's supposed to be about the kids. I'm sorry. Here, go to the clip. I am an out teacher at my school, out as both bisexual and trans, and a lot of other teachers on TikTok were wondering how I managed coming out to my students. Uh, and it's a really interesting story. So this was right before the pandemic. I came back to my school after being away from it for a while, during which time I transitioned. So none of the kids knew me as trans, but I wanted to talk about it. So what I did is as soon as I came back, I joined up with the GSA, realized how many questions the kids had, and decided the best thing to do would be to host a Q&A. 
So the kids made up a whole bunch of flyers, and then one day during lunch, we hosted the tea talk. It was a triple entendre of tea as in trans, tea as in spilling the tea, and tea as in we literally served them tea. It was great. It was a huge success. So many people showed up. We didn't have nearly enough tea for everyone. <laughs> um, and I spent about 10 minutes talking about the difference between gender, sex, and sexual orientation, and then also talking about my own life story, sort of like the highlight reel of how I decided to come out. Um, and then for the remaining like 30 minutes, the kids asked questions and I gave answers uh, wherever I felt comfortable. So do kids know logic or economics or, 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 you know, home skills or how to do taxes or how to fix a tire or history or science? No, but they sure know how to be gay. And they sure know how gay their teacher is and what's in their teacher's pants because of the liberals. And, and, and notice how she knows. You say, where do you find all these videos? Folks, there is an entire community of sexual deviant child indoctrinator teachers on TikTok. This is, that's why we can find these videos like all day long. I mean, it's not even hard. Texas governor orders child abuse investigation into children receiving transgender treatments. Thank God. And then you have this. Children allowed in metaverses, virtual reality strip clubs. Researcher posing as 13-year-old face grooming and rape threats. By the way, I, look, I had somebody reach out to me a couple weeks ago about this, basically saying, I mean, folks, it's the internet, okay? Any of the crap you can find on the internet, you're finding on Meta or Facebook's Metaverse. But we're talking about kids being exposed to hardcore porn, smut films, murder films, rape films. I mean, it's just disgusting. Uh, and I just chose not to cover it because I just figured it would be a known thing anyway and it'd come out. So, But now it is. That does it for the InfoWars War Room. MTG interview going up on Band.Video. You stay classy, InfoWarriors. Two life-changing, life-empowering products are now back in stock after being sold out for months at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun is the highest quality organic vitamin D3 taken under the tongue. It also has vitamin K, critical for your immune system, and so much more. It's 50% off, despite the fact it's going to sell out very, very quickly because everybody needs this. Old, young, black, white, it doesn't matter. You need what's in Winter Sun. And then we have Brain Force Ultra, super fast-acting, amazing, clean, nootropic system that is a complement to Brain Force Plus and, of course, Turbo Force. All three of these are different formulas, but all three of them take your mind and take your focus and clarity and alertness to the next level. It is 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com for a limited time. Thank you all for your support. If you haven't tried these products, you really need to because they are amazing. InfoWarsStore.com.